The following program is brought to you by the Realm of Collectors. Please stand by and take your seats. Good evening and welcome to Masterpiece Shit Piece Theater. If you would please kindly take your seats. The show will begin momentarily. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another Friday and another episode of Masterpiece Shit Piece Theater. I'm your, Russ, pick your goddamn <laughs> Russ just hopped in the shower real quick. Jesus Christ. That was crazy. I, normally I don't hear it, but I heard that. Wow. That yeah. bitch was about to take God off. Damn. <laughs> Again. I love it. All right, hang on. Let me mute that shit. Hang on. All right, man. We're about to move to apply. Actually, it's not Russ. No, it's not. Yeah. No, that's not me, buddy. If I hear it, it's not okay. me. I, I usually don't hear it when y'all bitch yeah. about making noise. Don't, don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, baby. Oh, hi, Mark. It's another Friday, another episode of Masterpiece Should Be Theater. I'm your host, Nick Brammer. We've got a full load of cast tonight. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get the intro out of the way. Josh Fisher. Please tell us where you're at. Um, well, I really want to protect my privacy, though. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, just, you know what? Google's already mining all these goddamn data anyway, so just deal with it. Yo, just, yeah, because, right. just, yo, just because that leg is under 13 doesn't mean the rest of the <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's actually over 13. It's about 15 inches tall. So. Um, yeah, guys. Hey, what's up? You can find me on Facebook under my regular name. My social media profiles are linked to my Facebook page, uh, so if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, you can do so by hitting those links there. Uh, aside from this show, you can catch me every other Wednesday on this very channel on a little show called Figure Banging, and then also every Friday on audio uh, platforms you can catch me on the all queued up podcast with greg and then of course every friday night with you guys right here causing chaos nice, nice. <clears throat> russell what's up peeps i'm uh, currently drinking my cinnamon coke with a uh, wild turkey this is great cinnamon Ooh, coke? that sounds oh, good wild turkey Delicious. Mm. Starting early. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get in the, I'm trying to get faster. You know, 
Uh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all the usual hotspots. Look at you, Nikki, baby. I love it. You're my man. Look at you. I love the big bottle. <laughs> He's and, got uh, a little yeah. cap on him. Absolutely. I didn't know cinnamon <laughs> coke is was a thing. I've never heard. Yeah, of that. I just found it tonight. I've never seen it before. And I was like, "Holy shit!" I tried that the the, uh, the fire Pepsi, and I didn't care for it. This mm. stuff's great, dude. It's it's like not too cinnamony. It's really good. I like it a lot. That actually sounds like one of those. Uh, uh, what is it? One of those Facebook things that pop up and ask, uh, "What's your stripper name?" That's what Russell sounds like. <laughs> cinnamon <laughs> coke, baby. <laughs> If I start stripping, people are going to report that your shit. Stripper name are the, your stripper name are the last two substances you put up your fucking nose. No, oh, dude, good. I got one. Is Your stripper name is your social security card. I mean, your social security number and your address. Go. Let me grab my pen. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Dude, I saw one. Someone posted it. It was like, it was like your social nice. security numbers, like how much money you have in your bank account. Yeah. How old are you? <laughs> like everybody. Counts. I'm a Gundam fan. I have about four cents in my bank account. Uh, <laughs> and you can find me here every Friday night. And there you go. Boom, go. <laughs> oh wait, there we go. Sorry. Sorry for interrupting you, Rob. That's okay. You guys are going fuck with it. Sam, go. Um, Insta Sam on Instagram. <clears throat> Sam meet in the groups here every Friday night. Who are you? who's up next? Jason, Lowry. Okay, tell us cool. where you're at. I'm getting the order figured out again. <laughs> no, it's all good. You can find me on uh, the Facebook groups. You can find me in the ROC. You can find me also on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Nice. I didn't even know you were on there. It's my name, literally. <laughs> Really? <laughs> so look up Jason Lowry, literally. Jason, that's awesome, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a different nice. way to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Robert. Yeah. Oh, Robert. shit. Robert got him. Oh, yeah. I got this handled, Sam. <laughs> I'm trying to help None of us got you. shit handled. <laughs> I'm trying to help. Silence. Infidels. I kill you. you Nice. All right, look here, you bald ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. You be the pot, I'll be the kettle. Mm. Anyways, you can find me on the Facebooks on the RO motherfucking C as Rob Milton. You can find me on Instagram as Rob's Hobbies. And you can find me tomorrow at Daishikan, chilling out with my daughter and my homie Sam, who is in the chat. Welcome, sir. He's new to the realm, too. He's my fellow Gundam dude. Awesome guy, local. Getting that What's local up, ROC dude? Wisconsin chapter What's going, up, buddy. Dude? Welcome. Welcome. Always yeah, glad man. to have new people listening to our bullshit. <laughs> Indeed. You're well, we're sorry you won't be back again after you hear this. I'll drag him kicking and screaming. Yeah. Yeah. And then every Friday night with you handsome sons of bitches. Oh yes. That's the way we yeah. love our viewers, kicking and screaming. Look That's at this. True. We we got the cult going full in effect. Wolfenstein's welcoming them soon. <laughs> fucking Russell be offering to sleep with them. We well, Wolfenstein, we, we've all <laughs> gagged. We, we've all <laughs> gagged Wolfenstein, so I, I, he's I not screaming anymore. Come get me. All right, I am your host, Nick Brammer. You can find me on Facebook under Nick Brammer, Twitter, Brammer underscore Nick, and Instagram at Masterpiece underscore Shitpiece. All right, peoples, we got some good shit for you this week. We're going to go ahead and go through some news stories, and then we got a little discussion topic that we're going to go get into. If you've been listening to everybody else's show this week, you'll be able to guess what the fuck it is. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. It's not all doom and gloom. 
Right. And I, I got graphics. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, be careful. Well, you Nick too. Says he got Somebody gave. <laughs> Some, so he went to lunch today, and they gave him a fucking uh, one of those paper placemats at the table and some crayons, and he made some graphs. <laughs> hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> so y'all be supportive for his artwork. Kate's gonna hang it on the fridge after the show. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking out for you, Nick. Because I mean, when I had last time I said I had graphics, they kicked me off of YouTube for a while. It's not good. <laughs> They don't like nudity. I have a sinking suspicion, even if it's a drawn penis, it's still considered a penis in the eyes of YouTube. Is it really? <laughs> Fuck. That fucking ruins. Thanks, Rob, for ruining my good time. Thanks, Gibby. Hey, well, Russ what? drew it yeah, somebody what? else's mouth. Well, with what? <laughs> well I, drew with, I, drew, I drew with Russ's mouth hiding it. Nice. I like, hide the sausage. So you gotta say, you go. sure do got pretty lips there, boy. <laughs> you got a purdy mouth. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Right, got it. This show's clearly not for fucking kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, kids. Yeah. Go. Be gone. Be gone. Be gone. Be gone. Not, not you, Sam. You're, you stay. If Easy. your mental age is under 13 years of age, you are not appropriate for the show. Oh, fuck. That means we can't do the show either. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into it. First story. A lot of news outlets this week said that there would be a Joker sequel because (laughs) Joker has passed $1 billion. By the way, congratulations to them. Yeah, for real, dude. That's awesome. And and I'm glad to see it have some success. That's wonderful. Word. I've not seen it yet, but. I am intrigued, and I do want to check it out. Uh, yeah, yeah, Josh, I think you'll like it. I really do do it. it, man. Well, dude, I'll, I'll tell you, just like uh, on seeing those early stories, that I, I was on an emotional roller coaster because I listened back to our show from last week. You know, yeah. we had that discussion. We were we we're all coming from different places, and I know Nick. You know, you were kind of saying this, and Russ was saying this about how like like Hollywood is just going to do the cheap shit to make a buck. And I was like, I don't know, man, like I think they do. And then sometimes they don't, but then like those came out saying they're making a sequel. And I was like, Russ was right. Yeah. Because Russ was the one that had to argue with the rest of the, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Fuck everything. <laughs> Goddamn show is over. Fuck it. <laughs> I was playing, I was trying to play key peacemaker. Cause I agree with both sides, but I really, I was really disappointed when I first heard it, though. I was kind of like, yeah. oh, no. And then, not, right. not, to, not to get into that again, but Nick. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Listening to it again, I, I do see what you're, where you're coming from. So. Oh, God. Vindication. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Todd Phillips came out and said that there is no Joker sequel or any other DC movies in the same vein in production right now. But that doesn't mean that he is not interested in doing a Joker sequel. Well, then let's be real. That son of a bitch made over a billion dollars. Yeah. There's gonna be a sequel. Well, dude, it's like well, it doesn't think, have to be though. I think what they gotta take from that is is it's not so much that like the Joker made all this money. I think they gotta take it as if we take these risks with these certain comic book properties, they pay off. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. actually a really good point. Not not all to you say gotta that do I, is make a good movie. Who would have fucking thought it? Yeah, and right? it's like not not to say that they're all going to be as successful as like Joker or Deadpool, but like when when they do take these risks, 
they they always pay off because they they tend to be lower budget movies. And let's be real, what did they do with this movie that they haven't been doing the last several years? They quit no listening to all the stupid BS out there and all the crying over who's going to get offended, and they said, we're going to do this movie our way. Oh, and yeah. What I happened? The, I think yeah. the studio gave them a long leash and a lot of freedom, which they yeah. which, which right. Warner Brothers has is, is been putting their hands in, in a lot of the DC stuff in recent years, and that, that's been their issue. You know, you anybody who has seen this movie knows that they pushed the envelope on a lot of stuff in this movie. They really did. They 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 Mm -hmm. they did crazy shit in this movie, and I I loved it because that's what that's what the Joker is. Made a billion dollars. It's it's critically acclaimed. Yeah, it's great. I mean, there are people think you should get an Academy Award. Yeah, I think I think Joaquin Phoenix definitely deserves a nomination as well as Todd Phillips. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, like you guys know, I've I've said I flat out did not appreciate it as a specific Joker movie. But the one thing I will say is, as a movie, as a an analyzation of a guy <clears throat> sent into madness, yeah, that yeah, movie yeah. was better than anything I could have ever. Well, I mean, it's like okay. imagined. Sorry, Sam. Go ahead. I don't remember what I was going to say. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> you guys do that to me all the time. So fair, turn about fair play. I mean, railed. If you want to watch a guy's descent into madness, just watch Nick on here every week with us. Every episode. Um, well, go ahead, name. Did, sorry. Did any of you guys that have seen the Joker get a very like sympathetic vibe towards Taxi Driver. I love Taxi Driver and yes. I think it, and yeah. I heard that that was an inspiration to this in some in some way, but I mean, you can see the parallels, right? Yeah. A lot of like a lot of uh a lot of scenes in front of mirrors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um a a lot of you know, just the the ride through his mind, you know, yeah. and uh, very introspective. Yeah, you know, not everyone. Uh, what's up? This is what's the way. Up, yeah, but, um, um, oh, go ahead, Sam. I don't. I was just gonna. I was gonna say. Yeah, agree. Yeah, that. <laughs> in like in square. I mean, you could get the Scorsese uh, influence in that movie yeah, too, and he was involved. Yeah, he was an executive producer. On, you know, and I don't, I don't Man. know. You know, if that's just him putting some money up for it or what? But yeah. well, he, he got uninvolved really we, quickly, though. Over yeah, when when we after we saw that movie, me and Jason were both so like just blown away by it. Mm-hmm. And to me, he became instantly my favorite Joker. I I, I think he's, oh, wow. I think he played I think he played the Joker like. He covered all aspects of the Joker for the most part, with the exception of probably like the gangster, that gangster mentality the Joker has. He didn't really, that wasn't as much, but he tapped, yeah, tapped on it. But he covered like the best insanity that is the Joker. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, just, he, it, it was incredible. I couldn't believe it. It might have been one of the best acting performances I've ever seen. Joaquin Phoenix is, I didn't even know he was that good. That is amazing. I bought it. Did he go up to anybody and pointed his lip and said, you know how I got this score? No. Go ahead, Jason. I was saying, I was like, yeah, that 
that movie was crazy. You know, we saw it that first week and then we saw it after with them. And then, uh, it was just, it was just a lot to take in that week. Cause I wasn't expecting to see that much in that film. And mm. you got to see different pieces of them, like back and forth yeah. from like different right. jokers. I agree. I, I think that the way to do a Joker sequel is let Todd Phillips direct it and go with a different Joker. Dude, that's what I was going to say. How, like, mm-hmm. I thought is like maybe Joaquin Phoenix was just like an inspiration to, um, you know, a later, like a later Joker. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, Ren said, Hey, what's up, guys? My birthday is tomorrow. I'm turning 21. Hope to get the Lego Mandalorian ATST Raider set. Let us, uh, one of our one of our friends of the show that's been with us since week one, happy fucking birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy yeah. Enjoy the shit yeah, out of it, man. Uh, I, gotta rub the, I gotta rub the nipple so I can get it going. <laughs> happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> so apparently that's your tuning fork? Oh, yeah. Hey man, no, 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 that's awesome, dude. Happy birthday, man! And I hope you have a word. Twenty-one, man. I remember that. Yeah, that was yeah. a great birthday, man. Five Jesus. years ago for you, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I I ended up getting drunk in Blacksburg, Virginia, on my twenty-first birthday, and my wow, car Blacksburg. And my car got impounded. <laughs> dude, my twenty-first birthday, I drank three bottles of aftershock. What is that? Wow. Cinnamon liqueur. <laughs> it's, dude, it's it's like Goldschlager with sugar crystals in the it's bottle. Vomit yeah. in a bottle. Yeah, that's what I'm that's the vibe. Yeah, you're 21 years old. That shit's uh oh, yeah, we used dude. to put it in the freezer all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got I got milder hangover headaches off of MD twenty twenty than I did dude, off of I, I got a story about that. I'll tell you guys. <laughs> I'm telling I'm telling you, man. We did for my 18th birthday. I did Mad Dog. Tw- I did Mad Dog 2020 <laughs> vodka and orange juice. We called them dog drivers. Oh, and <laughs> I, 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 I black. Hey, dude, I, I black. Dude, I blacked out. It, it was insane. Before because you I ch- shot, did you go mush, motherfucker? No, no. And see, I thought I was, I thought I was a real badass because for a chaser, I was using fucking private stock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I see where I get it from, Eric. You were not the only twenty-one-year-old <laughs> in the world who did not get blackout drunk on your birthday. I myself do not and have never partaken of alcohol. However, I did buy a buddy of mine a six-pack just because I could do it. My father-in-law and my wife and all of them, they all took me out for my 21st. <clears throat> I, I thought they were going to get me slam hammered. I had a Zima. <laughs> awful idea. Awful Sorry. fucking idea. Did you put that Jolly Rancher in? No. I, I, somebody's like, we're going to try this. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Then I went back to <laughs> a UV. I was doing UV uh, blue raspberry and... Uh, what the hell is that green liqueur? Sir cow? Pucker? No, I'm thinking of blue sir cow. 
Yeah, apple. Pucker. I think it's yeah, pucker. It was apple. It was shots of blue UV and an apple pucker. Apple I did like four or five of those, and then I had a couple beers. I like I I was mildly buzzed. That was it. And then he yeah, turned it up with uh, strawberry hill. Notice, notice that the guy who doesn't even drink left it. Rob drinking a Zima. <laughs> dude, I laughed at me drinking a Zima. Man, my yeah. mom used to drink the shot. That stuff, dude, for real. God, I can't imagine drinking like that. more than one. All right, guys, it, it was it one wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you, you right. got you guys you guys ready for a Nick drink recipe? Oh, let me hear. Is it death? No, it's called a Pearl Harbor. Nice. Oh God, kamikazes. This, <laughs> this is equal parts of each: one third okay. vodka, uh-huh. one third Midori, one third pineapple juice. He's like, and one third Red Bull. <laughs> Pineapple juice and Malibu, Caribou, make them all numb. <clears throat> so, yeah, drink those. I just those. drank like 20,000 beers on my 21st like, birthday. Like, I like, uh, I like pineapple juice and stuff. So dude, you can't taste the alcohol. Yeah. Which yeah, pineapple juice is a decent one. Did yeah. you, guys, you guys ever actually make the Caribou Lou from Tech Nine's song? No. Yeah. Dude, dude, you want to talk uh, about something that'll mess you up yeah, without dude, ever? Yeah, dude, get you tore like, up. I requested that, so I I bartended all through college. So like, by the time I turned twenty one, I had been bartending for like two years or whatever. You know, <laughs> they just let me do it. But people, when I would be working, people would always ask me to make them that. Oh hey, man, you that stuff from that Tech Nine song, dude. I, the first time I ever made it, I used like the big kitchen <clears throat> glasses, and I made it in that. And I used frozen strawberries instead of ice cubes. <laughs> I drank two of them sons of bitches. Wow. Oh, my God. I and I, did, to... I drank two of those sons of bitches in an hour. Yeah, I used to drink Cisco, so I just didn't even. Ooh. Oh, God. Like, like that was I. And I would, you know, I would drink it so fast because I was, it tasted so sweet and I would just get so fucked up so fast. It was ridiculous. <laughs> e, says, e says, Sam's a fucking liar. You can't see you over the bar to bartend. They had them on cases, man. They just lined yeah. the bar back. Yeah, dude, I just stand up on a, on a 24-pack of Bud Light. Oh, man. Well, that's all that's good for anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I probably made more Vegas bombs than anything else. Fucking Sam was fucking coyote ugly. <laughs> yes, I did drink, and it was tasty right up until I couldn't feel my legs. You learned to make that drink off of Martha Stewart's webpage. Hey, that's from her prison. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Mark hey, fucking toilet hooch. I'll bet you that chick probably and when she was in prison, she just yeah, Deco- Dakota says Sam looked like baby Yoda trying to walk into the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he, he, he said, to make drinks Sam. Said, what did he do if someone wanted top God damn Dakota, thank you. <laughs> then he'd have to call mommy for help. Yeah, mm. I think it's a or a ladder. Mm. Red Bull and vodka, have I? Mm. <laughs> no, you see, <laughs> Sam, Sam just employed the Americans with Disabilities Act and made them lower the shelves four feet. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <sighs> My master, uh, can I have uh, some buka? <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. 
All right, so on to some more Joker Batman-y related news. Before we went live, there was a story. Yeah, breaking news. Another lovely lady. <laughs> oh, God, I heard Maureen McCormick on an old episode of uh, fucking Howard Stern. and <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there are, that, that chick's freaky. That's all I'm going to say. Hell yeah, she mm-hmm. freaking mm-hmm. ass, man. Whew. All right, John Turturro has been cast as Carmine Falcone Ooh. in oh, the I Batman. Am, oh, I am all kinds of over that. Yes. Yeah. Killer, man. I think he's going to do really good. I think that the way we say it every week, but I think the way <clears> they're <throat> going about casting this Batman movie is fucking amazing, man. It is. Oh, I yeah. agree, dude. I have to it's agree not there. loaded. It's loaded. It's, and despite and it, him playing uh, the guy in Sector 7 in the Bayverse, I, I love John Torturo. <laughs> mm-hmm. really Did you guys see, he was in some show on HBO a couple of years ago. I don't remember what it was called, but he was like a detective or something. He was really good in that show. It, it, was, yeah. a it was like the night of or something, right? Yeah, that's it. It's it, the night yeah. of. Yeah, Totoro's just fucking amazing. No matter he what is, he he's does. great, man. Uh, dude, he's, great. He, he's he's the Jesus. That movie's still coming next like, year too. I, I, I see oh, him. Is. Here you go, John Totoro. Ah, drink to him. Yes. No, I mean, I mean, wow. If this cast, get it. if the way they're casting this movie doesn't just make you get. Really have really high hopes for it. I don't know. I don't know what will because they're doing a great job. I think so far they're even people that are going out that that they're rumored to be trying to get. It sounds yeah. wonderful. So oh my god, Dude, I, 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 with, with, no. with John Turturro, like I could and I could see him being like intimidating, which I think for yeah. Carmine Falcone is something you need. Like even if he yeah. just like puts off that aura, you know. Agreed. Well, that's the thing. He's yeah. had some roles where he's had like an intimidating moment or two where. He's he's kind of scary, and okay. then he was in a brother war art I like not a rim. Yeah, not seek the treasure. <laughs> all right, with with all these casting things, there's one character I want to see cast in this movie, and I think I might die of a heart attack of being happy. Alberto Falcone. Yeah, mm. dude. Who who would you like to see, man? You need like a oh, little swirly little dude. I, yeah. If he if he wasn't almost if he wasn't almost ninety, I'd say Joe Pesci. Yeah, he just, yeah. I don't know, man. A squirrely little dude, and, and I know he's kind of blacklisted from Hollywood, but the dude that played Looney Bim and Jim in Punisher Warzone. Oh yeah, I, I think yeah. who is um. For Alberto, even though he's even he's already cast in this movie, but I think Paul Dano would have made a good one. Uh, Dano's hmm. not confirmed yet, is he? But I'm not one of uh, I know we talked about it on the show, but I think he would have could have been. Cool. We talked. We talked about him. Let me see. to the Googles. You people talk. Yeah. Nice. I, I don't know, man. I, I, Mike. I think. <laughs> I mean, like I said, even people that are that if, if you don't, they're not confirmed, but they're rumored. It sounds yeah. it's exciting. Okay, he, like, he is confirmed. Angry. He is confirmed. He, he is long. confirmed. Okay, see, I mean that's great, man. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. So they confirmed him for which role? Riddler. 
Oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. And then, like, okay, if they cast Scarecrow, my vote is Eddie Redmayne. Who's Ooh, that'd that? be a good one. Yeah, that would. Be the, a good he. One. He played. Uh, he plays Newt Scarmander in the Fantastic Beast movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was. He was Stephen Hawking in that one movie. Yeah. Oh, my name is okay. Stephen. My name. Yeah. Is- yeah, yeah. Dude, he's a good actor. Yeah, I, he, he's an amazing actor. I'm just. Uh, uh, this movie has me head over heels in love. Dude, uh, I'm fucking digging it. It all started on that Robert Pattinson announcement, and I know a, lot, a oh. bunch of us were kind of like, wait a minute, yeah. but I'm warming up to this shit fast. Dude, I don't have he, a problem with Pattinson. I mean, you know, uh, he's he's a good actor. He just, you know, like I said I mean, before in defense yeah. of him being cast in the role, I was like, really, would you guys have turned down that Twilight money? I wouldn't have. Nah. No, 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 no. I, it wasn't even about that. Like to me, I just <clears throat> anything I had really seen him in, it didn't feel like he fit the Bruce Wayne or Batman persona. Yeah. So I kind of had to force myself to go back and look at some other clips of him. I still say it would have been better for him as Batman Beyond, and then bringing fucking um, Keaton in as old Bruce. Mm. But I'm warming up to this whole idea, and there is so much other good casting. I don't give a fuck if he's trash. Yeah. <laughs> Um, E says you can't have too many villains. E, but like, what if they do a trilogy and sp- split them out, and it's the Long Halloween? Oh, oh my that'd god, be a good one. <laughs> that, because I mean, if you look, if you look at this movie, these actors really don't command that big of a salary. Mm-hmm. And no. if you can sign, if you can sign, if you can basically sign them up for a trilogy and do the Long Halloween, I mean, that's that's, that's just like idea. that's like oh my god, DC, you fucking redeemed yourself you know i'm slowly but surely they're doing it yeah the yeah. potential is uh so great for this movie and i yeah. know we pooed on on Pattinson initially but you know like, like i do agree with what you said josh and, and i think all of us once we thought about it you know you had a good you know you made a good point and i think we all kind of started coming around on it a little bit and saying you know what he just acted the role he was given you know <laughs> you can't hate on him because of shitty writing you know, stuff mm, like that. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not his fault. He, you know, you're right. That's why movie, those movies are huge. So, <clears throat> he got him, they got him some notoriety, you know. Now yeah. he's, he's going to be doing it. Uh, it's uh, coming real- out. It's coming out in 2021, Brink. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Night of Ren had a really good casting right there, too. Ben Kingsley is the calendar man. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Whoa. Yeah, 2021, guys, for this movie. Yeah, 2021. That's so. That's good. We got time. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, well, man. So we go from Batman to Superman. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavill is not done with Superman. He wants to play Superman again, and he said in the interview, I believe, with the Hollywood Reporter, that he wants to play a closer to the comics version of Superman. That that's what he's been waiting for, and he said he still has the coat. He before he had posted on um, Instagram and said I still have the cape in my closet. Now he's done this interview and he he is fucking like campaigning hard to get another Superman movie off the ground with him. Dude, I'm all for it. Me too. I love Cavill as Superman. Dude. I thought he was great as Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that the Justice League was. 
underwhelming and you know batman versus superman i didn't see the director's cut and i hear you've got to see the director's cut to the director yeah. the director's cut is a very 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 different different movie, movie. but really i good. always i loved man of steel and i've loved him i did too i love so man of steel mm-hmm. i want to see him do more I could even ignore the Anne Randy and undertones in Man of Steel because I liked Henry Cavill's performance. That I much. did too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and on the yeah. director's cut for for Batman versus Superman, it still has the stupid Murtha stuff. And if you but if you can get around that, mm-hmm. the, the interaction between him and Ben Affleck is fan goddamn tastic. Yeah, they were pretty good together. Yeah, it is. They are both really good for those roles. Like, in like, it's positive. Like, yeah, it, it, it's posi- <laughs> It's positive that somebody wants to be Superman. Yeah, right. Especially that is somebody who has already done the role, and I thought he was good at the role. Yeah, and I, thought, and I was pissed when he wasn't going to do it anymore. I was like, "Fuck!" Have, <laughs> have you guys seen Shazam yet? No. I yes. Haven't. No, I haven't. Okay. Um, do you guys care if I spoil something? Oh, no. I, I know that. Okay, there's a ca- there's a cameo at the end of someone in the Superman suit, and Henry yeah. Cavill said in this interview the only reason he didn't do it was because he was filming uh, the Mission Impossible movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So you had something else going on. All right. Mm-hmm. So they didn't I mean- show the guy's face. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Okay. All, all, the, all they showed was the suit from like the S down. Yeah. And, that yeah. <laughs> and, and that's another positive thing for DC is Shazam. Shazam is a family movie. I mean, as long as you got a kid probably like 10 years old, they can watch that movie. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's some light swearing in it. But, I mean, other than that, it's it's not anything that, you know... You have to shield your kid from. I got you. No, it's pleasantly surprised to watch it. So, yeah, it it was a pleasant surprise because I expected it to be shit. You know, and and I'm a huge Shazam fan. That's kind of what I expected too. Hearing you guys say that it's not bad is kind of making me go, "Huh, interesting." And, And the other thing is black. Adam is coming out with The Rock. And The Rock said on his Instagram that he can't wait to work with Henry Cable. Yeah. yeah. He's going to give him a rock bottom. Yes! Knight uh, <laughs> of Ren said the George Reeves biopic would be cool with Cable, but that's the weird movie lover in me. Um, what fuck <laughs> was the name of that movie that Ben Affleck did uh, where he played George Reeves? I don't remember. Uh, but. I don't remember, but that was one of Affleck's best performances that <laughs> never gets talked about. Oh, you know, George Reeves was like the first Superman I remember. I can recall like watching when I was a little kid. Yeah, like, I remember watching that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I didn't. I didn't see the serials until I was much older. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's that's kind of funny. I remember that was my first like perception of Superman was like an, an old guy in a suit. I don't know. He looked old to me, but I don't know. <laughs> I guess yeah. compared to um, compared to the way uh, other Superman, other actors that have played him, you know, look a lot younger than he did. But man, Kirk Allen was uh, an awesome looking Superman too back in his the time. 40s. Yeah, see that that's way before. I, I don't remember seeing him. I yeah. don't remember George Reeves, but. It's, 
I just like how when he I used mean, to go out the window, it looked like he even fell out the window. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the Max Fleischer cartoons were yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. 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 That probably was some of the earliest cartoons of Superman I can re- I can recall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, him seeing him animated in that way. And it was interesting, the coloring, the color choices, the suit choices and stuff. I I, I love that. It's I think back on it now, I go, God damn, that was pretty goddamn cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next story. Elizabeth Banks was the <laughs> producer and also starred as Bosley in the newest Charlie's Angels movie. Which bombed and, oh, and the director. And it yes. bombed like a motherfucker. So I wonder point, why. $8.6 million take at the box office in its opening weekend. Okay. So that, that, Eli- Elizabeth yeah, Banks decided to blame yeah. men for the reason why Charlie's Angels right. failed. And she discredited Wonder Woman as an action movie as a female-led action movie because it was in the male-dominated realm of comic book movies. Realm. Yeah. Realm. realm. So, uh, what yeah, she Wonder basically... Woman and Captain Marvel both. Yeah, and Captain Marvel. Thank you. <laughs> and, there was just... another, and, and there was another one she shit on, too. I can't remember. Yeah. But here's the thing. She blames... Mm-hmm. She said that, you know, if nobody goes to see it, it's because of the fucking stereotype of men don't go see w- movies with women. Oh, um, but sounds like women didn't go see this motherfucker either. Yeah, nobody went and saw many, it. Yeah, not too many people saw it. I mean, I'd never heard of any of the angels except for Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Okay, that's what she should have put her lash at. How about bitching at the, the the freaking studio for not giving you any good promotion? Anna, Anna was telling me she didn't even know the damn movie was out, dude. I didn't I mean, either The first thing I heard about that movie was when the people were complaining about that. Exactly, Rob. <laughs> that's the, that's, I was like, oh, that's out already? Oh, wow. I remember hearing about it months ago, but I didn't know what a release it's, date was. It's made $12.7 so far worldwide. Did you guys watch the trailer for it? Did any of you watch the trailer for it? No, Josh, because I, I knew I had no idea. trailer for it, Josh. I didn't even know. Well, I, I watched the trailer for it after the fact that okay. it's been released, and oh my god, uh-huh. is the trailer I, bad? Oh, dude, it's dude. not that good. <laughs> it, that trailer, well, I want that two and a half minutes of my life back. Okay, okay, that's okay. That, that now let's go with that. But when when you do a trailer, you're you, you're the idea is to make the movie attractive for people to be interested in it, right? So what do you, you put out a shitty trailer and and, and she's so bitching about men. I don't think there was anything good about this movie at all. So uh, it, it, it's, the, it's the fault of God, males. Yeah. yeah. And let's and let's please remind everybody that Elizabeth Banks was Betty Brant in the Spider-Man movies and also mm-hmm. Repulsa in the new Mighty Morphin Power Rangers reboot. And the Hunger Game movies. She was and pretty, the Hunger Game movies. Yeah. And, and her kind—I don't know if you guys said that. I had to, i don't know if you guys said this—but like, kind of discrediting like Wonder Woman, for example, just by mm-hmm. saying it's because you know it's in a male-dominated franchise. I think that like takes away from the success of that movie, right? And like, it, like, like, shouldn't we be celebrating that movie as look? It had a strong female lead. That's yeah. amazing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's like it's I didn't—I didn't see that movie because like because of that. I saw movies because it was a character that I was invested in. 
same here right. and yeah. here. Yeah, I, I like Wonder Woman. I, I, don't, I, I think her comments kind of take away from that. I do too. I, I wonder if she knows how much damage she's she's done. She's going to do, but no, really, not really. Because nobody gives a fuck. Excuse no, me, you know. <laughs> I think she's kind of eaten her crow since then, and she's like, "All right, so it bombed, but I'm still proud of it. Fine, own it and okay. say I made a bad movie, but I'm still proud right. of the movie that I made. Fine, but don't exactly. blame it on other bullshit excuses. It was just a fucking thing." Yeah, because like I said, I think it's <laughs> the studio because um, it's just due to lack of promotion, man. That's yeah, what I think. That's, that's Sam, honestly. movie budget, too, you know? He yeah. makes a good point, too. I like the last Charlie's Angels movies with Lucy Liu, Karen oh, Diaz, uh, and Barrymore. They, were, they were a little cheeky and a little, but but they weren't bad. They, weren't, oh, they were fun. They were bad. They were, they, no, they yeah, were but they were they were they were bad. They were fun. <laughs> they were fun. They were, uh, 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 I, I didn't okay. enjoy anything about them, uh, and I watched yeah, them I both. Uh, that's just me, though. I just hated them. And, well, yeah. It, yeah, it might be that you just didn't get the com the comedy aspects of it either. And I think I think that I think they were trying to be funny at times, and yeah. they were either hitting it or not hitting it. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it had some goofy, goofy moments in it, and some people don't like that stuff, man. You know, it, it's it just it falls flat on some people. You know, I mean the first the first one was that was when Drew Barrymore was with Tom Green, and he was in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was pretty damn good looking back then too. Well, the other thing, the the other thing is, is like you know, it was weird because there was all that tension on the set between the girls and Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah, they I all. Heard, so they, I heard about they all that. hated Bill. They all hated Bill Murray, but yeah. it was fucking cool. Like, the, Bill Murray was awesome in that movie. Why did they hate Bill Murray? Did ever Bill say, Murray's like, awesome it, in everything. Did he? Did he pinch their asses and shit like that? Or is he, they? Like, they they just, they just said that he was aloof and hard to work with. Well, I, <laughs> I, it's I Bill Murray. That. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's brilliant. Of course, he is. All brilliant people are aloof and hard to work with. <laughs> Oh, they just couldn't handle the the greatness that was Bill Murray. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was the worst between him and Lucy Liu, and that's why uh, he got replaced by Bernie Mac in the sequel. <laughs> yeah. Bernie Mac, he was a good replace. I love Bernie Mac, dude. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was awesome. All right, so fuck you, Elizabeth Banks. You fucking hypocrite. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't go that far and, to say that. I would. That's not what I said, you schmuck. I didn't say his sense of humor is trash. God damn it! I, I, I got the I, humor. I just didn't enjoy it. I, I and I also prefaced it by saying some people just don't like that. You know, don't, yeah, that yeah. doesn't appeal to some people. God damn it! Dakota Stein start trouble. Stop it. It's <laughs> okay, Dakota. He does. But that's the best thing. kind. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Next. Frank Miller is suing his ex-wife Lynn Varley, who was the colorist on most of his work, because she stole artwork from him. They had a divorce settlement where a lot of his artwork uh, was given to her um, as part of the divorce settlement, and she happened to still have the keys to a storage unit that they jointly owned, and she has been anonymously... Anonymously selling his artwork out from under him. So Frank Miller is suing her for twenty five thousand dollars. 
That's it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you you got to think that's probably most if if you have a signed piece of Frank Miller art, that's probably about five thousand dollars a page. Yeah. So she's yeah. probably she's probably only had been able to sell about five. You know. Well, so, yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah, and like he he's seeking an injunction to stop some auctions that are on an <laughs> artist, on an artist's website because. Like there are still auctions out there for work that she stole from him. So she's already like hawking that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No joke, dude. <laughs> that is wow, That's man. Crazy. So the whole idea is that she was given some of the artwork at right. settlement, but she wouldn't sneak some extra shit. She helped herself yeah, she, to some more. And yeah. and he's like saying no, and she probably got a hold of some really pricey shit. That's I mean, everything, like you said, and a lot of stuff he does is gonna catch up. Um, on one of, one of the pages was from uh, I knew I know um had there were he named the series uh, I think Electra lives again, mm-hmm. and um I think a couple of original pages from three hundred. Hmm. Oh wow! That was a beautiful book, man. Yeah, and those yeah. those will fetch money. Yeah, no, no because doubt. Of its popularity alone. Yeah, I mean, he's such a huge artist, dude. I mean, people know him so well, and he, a lot of his work. He, it's funny, dude. I, it cracks me up because, like, she's pretty ballsy to do that, dude. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah, if, if, this shit. if I'm not mistaken, some of the pages were also from Sin City. Mm. Oh wow! Oof. That's yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, it's this rare artwork from someone who's considered a, like a modern master of comic mm-hmm. art. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I mean, if you can if you can grab ten pages of Frank Miller art, that's like forty grand in your pocket once you get yeah. rid of it. I guess he's like, fuck it, man. <laughs> I'm getting paid. <laughs> in, in like crazy ex wives. And, yep. and like that's that's the thing. Like he's, I think he's going to be protected because of the divorce settlement, where he gave some of his art away to her in the divorce settlement. Right. I wonder so, if it was like, what happened if like with art that they collaborated on. Well, these are these are non-colored pages. Oh. And she's been the colorist. Yeah, yeah, she was. A- so these are these are pencil and inked. So it's yeah. just like raw artwork. Yeah. Oof. Savage. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's I crazy, mean, dude. I mean, I, I, wow. And Sin City was all in black and white anyway. She didn't color shit. Yeah, right. Except for, <laughs> except for that yellow bastard. In the blood. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious, though. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a spiteful ending to a marriage, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> wow. I wonder if he banged somebody and cheated on her. She got pissed off. So I'm a sorry. Yeah, well, she's too old, man. That dude's a skull. <clears throat> she probably banged a new colorist. Hey, <laughs> Sam, what are you trying to say? Do you try to say old people can't can't can't? Dude, have you seen Frank Miller lately? Frank Miller looks like fucking Robert Englund now. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. I mean, yeah, like yeah. with her without makeup. I mean, <laughs> no, without makeup, like, oh. yeah. I mean, Look just to see how old he is because wow. I'm sure he looks. Much I think he's in his late sixties now. I haven't seen a recent picture of him in a long time. The last picture I saw of him was years ago, and he, and he was on probably a, uh, one of him when he was a lot younger. So yeah, he okay. I uh, Josh, I haven't seen him. Sixty-seven or something. 
Yeah. Cool. But so even, I mean, my dad's, my dad's 70. My dad's like, looks and seems way better than Frank Miller. I, I think he, he must have some shit. <laughs> well, also do too. I mean, maybe that, maybe that chick aged his ass, you know what I'm saying? Well, Frank, Frank Miller has been <laughs> off his rocker for a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of bad shit. Yeah. yeah. But still love his like, work. Yeah. Not e. She ain't burn it. Not E. She ain't gonna burn that shit. His money to be made, dude. We talking about? Yeah. <laughs> dude, you know what he looks like now? He kind of looks like uh, what is it? The uh, <clears throat> the preacher from uh, Poltergeist, the creepy preacher. <laughs> yeah, dude. Cain. <laughs> 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 it was he was Cain. It was him. Yeah, the, the old guy with the hat, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't use the hat on. God is in his holy temple. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jesus. Yes, man. All right. After that. Oh, my God. <laughs> there was an auction. Dude, he looks like Sid Haig, too. Oh, dude. Did you see the pictures of Sid Haig before he died? Yeah, he looks like Frank Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Sam! We're going to hell for you, dude. What are you doing, man? Did you see three from hell? What he looked like in that? Like yeah. he looked bad. Yeah, like in oh, like we talked we talked about it a few, uh, a few weeks ago that like mm-hmm. you know as soon as he came on the set, like Rob Zombie had to rewrite almost yeah. the entire movie of Three from Hell because of the state that Sid was in. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> that's freaking great. Yeah, you know, Rob Zombie looks at you and goes, "God, you look like hell." You know, you really look. Rough. Yeah. <laughs> story. All right, there was an auction, a comic book option, auction, option, option, auction. Um, Marvel Comics number one, I believe, it was graded nine point four, sold for one point two six million dollars. By the way, that had to be like, how in the hell did they keep that thing in such? I know. Because doesn't that mean no yellowing on the pages and shit? That thing had to have gone into an archive or something. Yeah, put in a plastic tub and just kept in a basement. You know, no light, no light exposure, no nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I would love just to like smell it. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> remember, comics back then had that had that great odor to them. I was like, yeah, yeah, that newsprint odor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that's glorious, man. Yeah, that's a lot of goddamn money for a comic book. I ain't kidding. You. Yeah, how much? I don't, did you I don't think anybody's pissing. It's probably my drink, dude. What was the story on that issue? Like, I, what was uh, like what character? Appearance, I believe first appearance of the Human Torch. <clears throat> Like when he was like the android or whatever. Yeah, the android uh, Hammond, and I I think it might have been the first Namor. Yeah, I would say wouldn't Namor have been in that too? Yeah, kind of, they were like really tight with each other. Yeah. They were like the team. Yeah, um, <laughs> I honestly don't remember exactly what was in the book. I know the Human Torch is on the cover. But I do believe it may have been a Namor story in there. I mean that mean that means that this copy was more expensive than any copy of action number one that they sold. Yeah. 
It's it's yeah. got human torch on the cover, I think. And if you like, <clears throat> you, um, Google the image, like you will recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, yeah. That's cool. So so think about this. This means that it's it's worth more than any copy of Action Number One. It's worth more than any copy of Batman. Uh, excuse me, Detective Twenty Seven, Batman Number One, or the first appearance of Joker. Wow. I mean, yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty insane if you think about it. Yeah. Good because- God. Because at, at that time, Atlas did not compete with uh, what was called National Comics at the time, mm-hmm. which was what DC was, and Atlas was Marvel. Up until the <clears throat> '60s, when they started over with Fantastic Four number one. Damn. So that's fucking nuts. Congratulations yeah. to whoever has that in their fucking. Yeah, exactly. That's that's quite a piece of uh, history to have. Damn. I, the only thing that I will qualify it with is I hope it's not Nicolas Cage again. Or Todd Yeah, I guess he's made back a lot of. I guess he made back enough money now that he can probably start buying dumb shit like that again. <laughs> no, I wonder how many of those are still like even in existence. You know. Well, well the and thing it- was, was um, Atlas had a lot lower print counts than National stuff or Whiz right. Comics. Um, Wiz, Wiz Comics was the original pu- uh, publisher of the Shazam series <laughs> until uh, fucking DC sued him into oblivion. <laughs> and didn't uh, didn't the Flash also originate in Wiz Comics before DC got their rights to it? That I don't know. The Jay Garrick Flash. Uh, I I honestly don't know. I thought Jay Jay. Eric was a national thing. I think I thought he was in showcase. Could be right. I don't know. I'll yeah. yeah. because I'm curious now. Yeah. Google baby Google. Yeah. First appearance. <laughs> that's that's pretty I don't know. I just it blows my mind that a comic would catch that kind of magazine. All you keep hearing is how comics aren't valuable anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I ever hear yeah. comic books aren't valuable. They have no value. And I'm like, yet yeah, just one just sold for her. It was, it was Flash Comics number one by DC. Oh, that um, Flash that awesome setting, bro. crazy, man. Yeah, it, yeah. It created by Gardner Fox well, and Harry Lampert. I, I think I think the reason why people don't are always thinking about comics and, and no value is because recent comics probably have more run now than they probably used to do or, you know, mm-hmm. more recently, like the last 20 years. And, you know, maybe that's what they mean, but there's still some stuff way back in the day that shit. Well, kids didn't, kids didn't take care, take care no. of shit back in the 40s. Oh, no, none of us did. And, and, yeah. the thing, and the thing was, was there were, uh, there were what they called, uh, like paper runs where the kids would right. have to put the, recycle their comics uh, so, so that it could be repulped to make more comics. To make a new comic, yeah. Mm. I, I, yeah. That's insane. Come on. Recycle? Right. Fuck out of here. So, so Nick, you more about this more than, more than most of us. Like with, um, with the character first appearances, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, you hear a lot about those now, especially when it's like, let's say a Captain Marvel movie comes out you know, a couple of years ago and, and then people want to get that first appearance comic. Is that, is that a more recent thing or is uh, those first think, appearances always been uh, 
like highly sought after. I, I think since <clears throat> comics collections changed in the fifties because with um I'm sorry if you guys get bored by this, but um in the fifties once Frederick Wortham wrote Seduction of the In innocent and testified before uh, Congress and said that comics were basically influencing the youth in all of their juvenile delinquency. (laughs) Um, There's always something, some outside influence that's a cause. It's not human nature. Yeah. But yeah, I think that once people started realizing how rare, because that almost destroyed the comic industry, it drove it drew it drove EC Comics out of business. And EC at the time was outselling both National and Atlas and Fawcett Comics, who pr- produced Wiz Comics, which was the Shazam series. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole Comics Code authority came out of that. Um, and that basically crippled EC and put them out of business. So I think pe- what ended up happening was people were speculating, just like in the 90s, on what would be worth the most. So it was collectors that drove what was valuable. And so somebody somebody's first appearance would be probably more valuable than what, you know, the first issue of a book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, though. I, don't know. I okay. feel like it'd be smart to just have a bunch of those, just like in the cut, oh, yeah. you know, like like whenever like a new movie comes out, it's like, oh, here you go. <laughs> uh, do we have the Yancey Street graphic on the bottom? Yeah, man. It's awesome. Down there Yancey. in the lower lower right corner. Sweet, Yancey Street is my local comic shop. Nice. And uh, they're giving us some space on their counter for our business cards and stuff. So nice. I want to shout them out. Oh, um, yeah, dude. Nice. But, but another thing about Yancey street is they have a graded 9.4 new X-Men, the issue where Charles Xavier comes out as a mutant finally, and uh. the first appearance of Phantom X for under a hundred bucks. Oh, and wow. I, I'm wow. so fucking tempted to get it. <laughs> get the pads ready. Next week, guys, it's just going to be a giant, giant banner that says "fucking." Um, Kate has killed Nick. <laughs> nothing else. You can't see our faces or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but we love. I, I love Steve. He's the dude that runs Yancey Street. And if you guys are looking for anything, um, you can ch- check out uh, Yancey Street on. Uh, eBay. Nice. Oh, nah, I, was about, I was about to ask you, do they have any online presence? That's cool. Yeah. Right. Excellent. Um, right. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool shop. I've pimped them out to everybody I can. Um, Steve's a really good dude. Uh, the, he had Gail Simone. Uh, he's going to have a Greg Land sign, signing tomorrow. Get Gail Simone in there? Yeah, Gail Simone came down for a free comic book day, and I got her to sign oh, uh, some Secret Six issues. <sighs> Oh, that's pretty cool. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing with comic book shops, like the ones that do well, just like find, like do shit to like event type things, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's had, I mean, or- just in the last year, he's had, he's had Greg Land a few times. Um, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Con- Connor. Oh, cool. Uh, both live in Tampa. They've been to the shop a few times. Um, Chuck Dixon, the Batman and Robin writer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, and former editor at Marvel's been there a few times. One of the creators of Bane, he's been there. Um, and Yancey Street also does uh, fundraisers for creators that are down on their luck. You oh, know? that's cool, man. Yeah. Um, it's just a great shop, and it's become like, you know, I, I always enjoy going in there. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. So keep your the local next- comic shop alive. Yeah, man. What if I liked my local comic shop? Dude. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I'm fortunate to have been a customer of my local comic shop since 1995. And, you know, the owner's a good friend. Uh, so I, I, I just love that and, you know, look forward to going there uh, next weekend. <laughs> yeah, man, it's like a good one. Also, it's like they keep you in just with the people that work there, right? Because, like, we had, like, there's one, two in my town. Well, there's a handful of them, but it's like one that I would go to and all the dudes really cool. But then, like, they all left and opened up their own. And now that's the one that I go to because it's like a bunch of really cool dudes. <clears throat> like that's what keeps I can get comics anywhere, you know. But <clears throat> yeah, but it's the interaction and yeah, you know. yeah. Like you know, it's just I mean, it's like the shit from Cheers. Like you walk in the door and they're like, "Oh, hey, what's up, Sam?" You yeah, know, like that means that means something to me. Yeah, absolutely. I want to put a disclaimer before this news, uh, this story. I may laugh, but it's <laughs> it is it is so fucking ridiculous. I can't believe it happened. Oh boy, Jim Cornette (laughs) has resigned from the NWA where he was doing some commentary because Big Jim got into a little bit of trouble. There was a NWA championship match between Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch, and Jim Cornette was talking about how tough Trevor Murdoch is and. These are his words, not mine. Yeah, the quote, Jim. I do not find them funny because of what was said. I just find it funny in the ridiculousness of it. Jim Cornette basically said that Trevor Murdoch was the only man alive that could walk. When talking about how tough he was, that Trevor Murdoch was the only man he knew that could walk through Ethiopia with a bag of fried chicken on his back. Oh, God. He, oh, he, God. he, he said Jesus. he could ride a scooter with a bucket of fried chicken on his back. That's it. That's it. All the way across Ethiopia. Yeah. And, and I was just chicken like, holy shit. <laughs> it's like, you know, you didn't have to. <laughs> You you could have just said, you know, this guy's so tough he could make it through a, a third world country with a full sack of food, and boom, wouldn't have been racially insensitive, you know. But, I, mean, I can't. I think you just can't like plead ignorance on things like that. Like I don't. I well, think what's just, fucked you, up is this show is pre-recorded and is and and nobody caught that and, and let that comment slip through. <laughs> That's because they probably didn't th- those those hicks that probably were editing it. Yeah, they probably didn't hit the radar. Yeah, but you know who? <laughs> you know who owns the NWA now? Who? Billy Corgan. 
Oh, wow, that explains yeah. Smashing Pumpkins? Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a huge wrestling fan. He was involved with uh, TNA. Uh, TNA, and then, yeah. Oh, damn, dude. And, and they, ended up having, they ended up buying buying him out when they purchased, when the, the company that owns it now, Anthem. Yeah. yeah. Anthem bought TNA, they bought him out. He he he, he <laughs> wanted to stay on, and they said, no, fuck you, we're paying you money, you're out of here. Brink well, asked if they were Popeye's chicken sandwiches because they're highly sought after. <laughs> yes, they are. They are. They're the hot commodity right now. Said a bucket of fried chicken. I mean, you know, if he had said a bag of rice, he might have been okay. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. But then, but then people get, they probably have some people saying he was cracking on Asians or something, dude. I don't know. Well, Ethiopian, you know, I, right? I don't know. He's Jim Cornette doesn't know how to say something without without <clears throat> thinking about the consequences of his mouth. He's done it for years. I, well, you you also yeah. have to think about Jim Cornette. He is no. he has never been one to censor himself. And no. always speaks his mind, and he is sadly an example of a product of his generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he didn't mean anything by it, but I still agree it was goddamn awful to say. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Not like intent, it's just ignorance, you know, and I think both of those things are equally wrong. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, in this day and age, with somebody that's on the internet, you know, who does podcasts, who does his own shows on the internet. Absolutely. He Absolutely. should have more self-awareness. To me, it's just like, it's a responsibility. Not to say, and it's like even us, not to say we have the responsibility to always say the right thing, but if we say something stupid, then we have to be responsible for what we say, just because we do have an, an audience, you know, and that he has an audience too, so... Mm-hmm. Well, I would say this. Uh, I think Josh, you're right. It's about self awareness, and if you're if you're if you, if you don't have that, then you shouldn't even be you shouldn't be doing anything like that just to get out of that business. Yeah. And, and and now nowadays you will get crushed if you lack self awareness. <clears throat> and obviously, you know, mm-hmm. I think he always has, but in the past you could get away with that shit. You can't yeah. do it now. You can't. We, have, we live in a different time. People are a lot more sensitive. What, what what is said now, and the people hold you to your to hold you to what comes out of your mouth. Yeah, I think you know? nowadays they're just more accountable, you know. Yeah, well, you know, and tolerate that, that bullshit talk. You know? yeah. I mean, it's but, not it's not the worst thing that's ever been said on. No, 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 it's no. Not. I don't I don't think it's necessarily racist. I just think it's more. Of racially insensitive and inappropriate for, I think, yeah, you know, any setting. I mean, um, there's better, there's better ways to make analogies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do want to say it's. I don't believe that it comes up to the standard of Vince McMahon dropping the M bomb on SmackDown. No, no, <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. And in front of Booker T and his wife. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. Wrestling is such trash, but I love it. That's why wrestling is so crazy because it, it, it some of the most trashy shit has happened. On dude, yeah. Dakota said he said a bag of rice wouldn't work either. Y'all forgetting my man's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! God, Jesus! God damn it! Uh, I apologize for what I said. Um. Yeah, Nick, a monster. It just comes down to you live in a day and age where you that, gotta watch what you say. It's that easy. I was trying. I was trying to like give an analogy of what might have been better, and I said something almost as bad. <laughs> That's why I said food through a third world country. Yeah. You know, and there it's but not. John- Josh is funny. He's John. Josh was smart. He goes, just stay as general as possible. (laughs) You have to. You have to when you're in the public eye. I am sorry if I offended anyone. That was not my... I I, I guess Jim Cornette probably is thinking the same thing. I'm sorry if I offended you. I I don't know. I'll I'll listen to his show uh, because he does his own podcast, the Jim Cornette I'll, I'll listen to it just to see what he says about it because he made a tweet about it. He's like, tune in so you can hear about how you can not get away with stupid or something like that on this tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once again. All right. I'm getting off this conversation before. Yeah. I get yeah. We, we can go. <laughs> I hear you. He said, Jesus loves you. Uh, Dakota said I'm howling right now. I know I got the ball down, Dakota. I know I got the ball ahead, but I swear to God, I'm not a racist. No, come on, I can see that you got some on the sides and the back all around. It's not like you chose to do that. I don't. I don't even. Hey, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. (laughs) That's funny. I I thought it was a choice. Anyway, God, if I I don't think Jim Cornette is racist, I think he just he was he he thought it. I think he thought he was being funny, and he said something really stupid. That's why. And let's be fair. All of us have said shit trying to be funny as hell. And end up putting our foot in our mouths in the worst yeah, fucking ways yeah. before. And we know how humiliating that is. Yeah. And demoralizing. <laughs> so, you know, I have, yeah, and, I have sympathy for him. And hopefully, still hopefully, hopefully, excuse hopefully, what he said. Hopefully he eats crow and does what everyone else has to do. And says, yeah. hey, I'm sorry, I was an idiot. Yeah. No. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> In good news, we reported to you guys uh, again a couple weeks ago that the West Craven's estate has gotten the domestic rights back for Nightmare on Elm Street. It was announced through Bloody Disgusting and I believe Fangoria that they are taking pitches for new Nightmare on Elm Street projects. And it was not just mentioned for cinema. Um, the rumor that um, we love mo- uh, we watched a movie, which is one of my favorite new channels, um, reported was that the Craven Estate may be working with the new HBO Max streaming service that's coming out from Warner Brothers, who owns the international distri- distribution rights for Nightmare on a streaming Freddy Krueger show. 
Yes. Like, nice. like back in the day, like Freddy's Nightmares. Remember the uh, the, the old show he used to do? It was like that. Yeah, I was going to say, did they do something back yeah, yeah, Freddy's Nightmares was dope. It was one of the it first. Was. It was one of the first things you saw Brad Pitt in. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah. All, like, all, like all that horror mythology type of show, you know. Yeah, it was a good anthology show, and, and like, it, had, it had shit to do. It had shit to do with Freddy, unlike the Friday the Thirteenth show. It did. Where yeah, had, when he, he would be telling. Do. He would like be telling the story, and then he would end up involved in the story, kind of. When he like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, it was wild, dude. Cool, man. I think that a, a show like that has a place, man. Like, yeah. Because I feel like Tales from the Crypt, like, I feel like people yeah. have a small spot for like, that type of just anthology story. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just like well, that, that kind of TV what that show, Freddy Monsters. Show yeah, Monsters was another good one, yep. Mm-hmm. That Freddy Monsters. show, that was that was kind of a Tales from the Crypt style show, wasn't it? It kind of yeah. was. It's, yeah. Except that Freddy would, be, would end up involved in episodes a lot more. Yeah, I think in the Crypt Keeper. Crypt Keeper did have an episode where Crypt Keeper was involved, um, mm-hmm. uh, and then other than just hosting. Yeah, probably, right. But Freddie would do the hosting, and then usually be involved end, somehow. Yeah, yeah, like at the end, you would find out Freddie was involved. Yeah, you find out Freddie was involved. If they brought back Tales from the Crypt, they could just have Frank Miller be the Crypt Keeper, man. <laughs> <laughs> the same dude. Oh, geez, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, and we circle back around to Frank Miller. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to string the show together. You know? oh, <laughs> so, uh, so Nick, does this mean that um a recast of Freddy? I don't know. Um, Robert England has said that he wants to do one more Freddy movie before he can't do another one. Well, and also, mm-hmm. Heather Langenkamp has said she wants to put Nancy to rest. Well, Ooh. Robert England's got to be knocking on Seventy-five. I feel like he still looks good, man. And I feel like just like I, I've seen, like I will catch up randomly on the internet, like a video of him interacting with fans, and he seems like he's doing okay for an older dude. You know? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. in good health, but I mean, he's still pushing age, man. Yeah, that stuff's not easy on the body. I can imagine. Is there no. someone that you would want to see, Nick? Like a name? <sighs> no, oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't think of a name that I would want to see as Freddy Krueger that I've seen right now. You know, I, think, I. I, I think that you need to go with an unknown. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's... Well, that's going to be with him. Yeah. I mean, he had, he had done V at that point. That's, that's all he had done, right? Was V, right? I, I don't know. Or maybe um, he had done something else. Idea, but, yeah, I mean, that's what he was famous for, was V. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He played like what was his name Willie or something like that. I don't remember the the, the lizard guy, <laughs> <laughs> lizard boy. Yeah, it was. But I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm, I'm, gonna, try, I'm trying to think of an actor right now that that, and I don't, I can't think of anyone that I could see pulling that role off. Oh, The Rock, dude. Let's do a deep dive on okay. IMDb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what about Roberto Lombardi? Who the fuck's that? He owns a pizza shop by G. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. All right. Pizza shop too. I ate there called Santino's. 
the one the one that I thought of, and it's 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 the only thing off the top of my head is Bill Skarsgård. I can see that. I can kind of see yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, trans- the transformation he went underwent for Pennywise with that makeup, I, I, I think he could pull off Freddy. Yeah, and I feel like he could be kind of like um, like a smart ass and like funny in that way. Yeah, but you know? once you've played like one really famous horror monster and then trying yeah. to yeah. Pennywise, aren't Penny, will people just look at it as Pennywise with Freddy Krueger? Sweater on, there's enough makeup on Pennywise that it, right, it's two makeup parts. That's a good point, but a lot of man, you might be right because a lot, a lot of people know he played that role, though. But then again, there's a lot of people that probably don't even pay attention to who played the role, you know. So, I don't know, you might be right. That's a good point. Hmm. I, I think you could do it'd it. be interesting. I mean, he's I mean, a good actor, just off, just off the top of my head, that's all I can see, yeah. It's tough to imagine. Way, way, way far out there. Yeah. Um, because he has already played a slasher, and he does have a good sense of humor. Sparkly vampires don't count. No, uh, Jensen Ackles. Who did he play? With supernatural ending, Dean Winchester. Dude. No, I no, just that'd be a good one. who did he play before as a slasher though? He played the one in uh, My Bloody Valentine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. he was. He also played. Uh, he was in a vampire movie too. Yeah, like, he's got to age a few more years, which is why you were saying the far, far future, right? Well, I'm far out there because because like it's a stretch. It's a stretch, but I mean, dude, Nick, that him being in that movie that would get some butts in the seats, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. because people love Supernatural, dude. That my bloody Valentine. That was my wife and I's first date. Was going to see that. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's a old. That's, that's a throwback. Yeah, but, um, I, I could see that. I love that dude, man. <laughs> like so, both. Well, like, when, when you yeah. saw my bloody Valentine, was it the same results after she not the night she came out after watching Futurama? What laid on the bed that night? No, no. Look at Josh trying to be all sly. He's like, "You're yeah. work for you." That's why it. Sam used it for the first date because he he knew he wasn't going to get it. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. I'll tell you guys about. I'll tell you about it off the air. Ah, <laughs> nice. Oh, I had already the people want to know, Sam. Yeah, people want to know. Inquiring though. And know. he wants to remain <laughs> married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hit me up in my D- in my PMs if you want to. I'll tell you one story. <laughs> another one. Another one that I can think of that would be very physically imposing, and you know the guy can choose scenery, would be the dude that plays the hound. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess yeah. Fuzz. <laughs> he was hilarious. I don't know, man. I, it's so tough when someone has played when it, when an actor has done such a great job playing he an iconic dom- like dominated a role like that. Yeah, he, I mean, he crushed that role, and it was and it's his. He owns that role. That's him. Well, do you kind of going off that? And this, uh, maybe we can save this for another time. But like, is there an actor so tied to a role like that? Like like how Robert England is to Freddie. Wow. Well, so, like, you couldn't, I, I, couldn't I, even I, imagine being recast. 
I think it does happen sometimes where it's oh, hard absolutely. for to pull it off. Like anything with Robin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about like mo- like a series of movies, you know, like where they've just owned a character that had that. Yeah, it's been rebooted. Mike Myers is Austin Powers. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, that's a Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds I mean, is Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, he's only he's only done two so far. But I, can you imagine anyone else playing Deadpool? No. I mean, I but it's the same thing with Jackman and, and Wolverine too. You really right. can't imagine anybody else doing that. I mean, yeah, I but someone else we're gonna find out. Yeah, it's gonna be the kid from Harry Potter, man. I'm telling you. That's who I think is gonna do it. I, you know what? I don't do it, man. That I'm for it. He's a little dude. He's got yeah, the build. He's, he's stocky for his uh, for his height. He can do an Aussie accent. What was that movie he did? Um, he did a really like he was horns. a really psychotic motherfucker. Oh, yeah, the horn, the horn, the horn is good. That movie was wild. Yeah, horns. Uh, the lady in the black lake. No, I think it was the lady in the window or something like that. <laughs> something like that. That was good. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Dakota said Wayne from Litterkenny needs to be Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Why not? <laughs> now <laughs> I gotta look up this damn movie, dude. I'm, I'm doing that right now. But but I will say this, Rob. You're right. He played that role. He played the role of Wolverine so well that I think it's going to be tough to sell in anybody else playing it. I mean, we could we could fill out ideas, but whatever actor mm-hmm. takes on that role eventually is going to have a hard time playing that role. Yeah, dude, I, I, I think so. I think I don't I think that that's going to be tough. They got to be really good. Well, okay. you, you also got to think it's going to be a new continuity. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I'll tell you one actor. He's already played a character in Marvel, but okay. they've you know they've cast characters that have played other Marvel movies that haven't yeah. been in the MCU. Yeah. Captain America, man. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you who would make you forget all about fucking Hugh Jackman. Okay, John Bernthal. Is Wolverine, dude? I don't know, man. Okay. Wolverine. Dude, uh, I feel like he doesn't got the build. Watch, he's dude, like a lanky watch, dude, kind of. Dude, watch that fight scene in Daredevil season two where he's going through the fucking prison cells. No, dude, that's tight, and I think he's already a perfect Punisher, man. Yeah, they need to leave him yeah. alone. Yeah. Dakota, I, I, I'm I with Dakota. I think they need to cast somebody shorter. I think they yeah. really need to let him be. I'm like sticking to that. To his natural size, let him be. All right, give four. it to Sam. Dude, I'll do it, dude. I can, I can get rid of it. I change my lifestyle a little bit. They got, they got wigs. Same condition. Yeah, dude. sideburns and just put it over the, the top. But you know what? But, but you know, I think I do like him as an actor a lot, and I think he's. I mean, Bernthal, dude, he's he's amazing. He's, he's incredibly awesome, and but That's I just perfect. Yeah. He's even funnier in person. I remember back in the day, right after Cape Fear came out, the wizard uh, cat was trying to fantasy cast De Niro as Wolverine. I remember that. <laughs> no, De Niro heightened Cape Fear, man. Yeah, he was awesome yeah. in that movie. That like might be one of his favorite roles of mine. Yeah, I'm just trying because it, it is hard when you've had these people that have acted over a decade in these roles and yeah. identify so much with them as that character. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, yeah, for me with like with Wolverine, 
I'm just like, I just understand that like, okay, like his, that, that, that time with the characters done. Now let's move on and recast. So it's not like I'm, and, and I loved him as Wolverine, you know, I thought yeah. he was so shorter, but it's like, are you telling me you can compartmentalize it better? Yeah, Maybe yeah. Can- I, I can say that's the end of this. Now let's start the new thing. You know? And that's cool that you can do that, but I don't. I think you're in the minority. I don't think a lot of people can do that. I think it's going to be tough, man. Like whoever takes on that role is going to have to really do it in a way where we forget it to make us almost not necessarily forget him, but to make us go, okay, we can see this. He can pull this yeah. off. You got to do something to really yeah. make people believe. Well, it, the thing is, it, it's got to be somebody that does what Jackman did with Wolverine and the aspect of. Jackman captured that character instantly. It was not a it wasn't a series like it it didn't take multiple movies. He from the fucking get-go had it. I agree. And it's gotta be somebody else that can do that. Yeah. I think Wolverine is so hard because like you kind of want to see him as a shorter, stocky guy. Uh But like but like the most of the people with the acting chops that you would want to you know, see in that role are taller guys, dude. And, true. and you know what, Tom yeah. Hardy, man, that was that was my oh, dude, dream. That was fucking amazing if he wasn't Venom already, yeah. Because he's he's yeah. like five nine, which like in Hollywood is short, you know. Yeah. So and, and he <laughs> fucking jacked, and he can grow a beard. He's perfect, man. He's got the physicality, the energy. Oh man, that's a wasted dude. wasted opportunity. I think that's why I still haven't seen that Venom movie. Because I'm still so salty. You haven't seen that yet, dude. You gotta watch that, Sam. You gotta check Fuck it. it. Throw Gerard Butler in there. Call it a day. Uh, I still like Scott. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Scotty, so it's not a bad call. Um, no, that's not horrible. Actually, I yeah, that that'd be different. Little bit of way to go. All right. Like, the one, the one, the one I could see because he's done some things, you know, after his more famous role that like didn't pan out so well for him. Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Sam, Eric, Eric everything Northen. is short compared to you. <laughs> Fucking break. They're gonna have to cast a woman as the Wolverine. <laughs> the <laughs> other Sam. <laughs> I mean, the guy there, in the chat. There, there were oh, okay. there were there were rumors that you know back in the day they were looking at uh fuck what was his name? Hey baby. Hey. Uh um fuck I can't remember his name. Eh, move along without me. <laughs> <laughs> what about Richard Armitage or whatever his name is? Dude, he does the voice for that podcast. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Richard yeah, Armitage. Okay. What if they went in this direction? What if they what if they decided to like do a a version of like 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 X twenty three being taken on the Wolverine mantle or something like that? You know, like and mm-hmm. and it went in that direction. Like that that make 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 a, honest, a, a not a bad idea. Would, actually, I'd be really I'd be really fucking sad. Would you really? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Yeah, Sam, I would be too because I love Wolverine. All right, I just did like if they started like with Iron Man with like the the Iron Heart. Character instead of Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to start it off with the original. That's a good point because they are re- you're revamping this, so you're kind of like, whoa, 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 we got to go back. <laughs> I mean, if, if the story takes them to that over the course of the movies, then then that's right. fine. But for now, 
or for the the beginning, I want I want to see Wolverine on screen. All right, this name. Unless you watch Peaky Blinders, this name may see, seem fucking stupid. All right. Killer Murphy. Who? I can see that man. Yeah, that played that... Scarecrow in the Nolanverse. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's also um, Twenty Eight Days Later. Fucking phenomenal film. Yeah, yeah he's, he's awesome. Kind of a, really good. You, you, wait, 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 him playing Wolverine? Yeah, dude, he's buff as fuck. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, oh. He, he's like three times the size of what he was in when he was playing the Scarecrow. Yeah, I feel like uh, okay, so he's bucked up because that's what I'm envisioning right now. Him playing Scarecrow, he looked like a skinny little fucking twig to me. <laughs> he can be intimidating, man. So he's like a much bigger guy. I haven't seen like, why don't they use that dude who was going to originally originally play Wolverine, Dugray Scott? I think oh, yeah. yeah, I think he's drank himself into a coma. Um, uh, that's <laughs> Man, these people like post these pictures on Facebook where it's like a quote about how like kids today don't have manners or like how like I still respect women and then it's like it's like the text over like a screenshot from Peaky Blinders and there's like I think there's like this generator app where it just like (laughs) puts this quote about like how kids today are bad. Over a picture of Peaky Blinders, <laughs> like whether or not the quote is from this show or not, I don't think that it is. But dude, Peaky Blinders is so fucking good. <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. it's, it's the same thing. Like, it'll be like this quote in like a picture of Morgan Freeman. Oh, <laughs> like, but it doesn't. It doesn't say underneath the quote, Morgan Freeman. Like he said it. It's just like it'll just be some random quote with no author. Yeah. Over a picture of Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> like I see these things all the time. Like did did he's right that or he's right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Tom Tom Cruise's short rings. <laughs> what about uh, what's his name? Tarnan Egerton or whatever. Taron Egerton. Oh, okay. I can't the dude that, yeah, the side uh, man. Kingsman. No. Oh, mm-hmm. the Kingsman. Okay, now I yeah. he's like well. Okay. Yeah, I think he's, he's got like, the size, man, and he he's got the build too. He's five nine. Yeah, I mean, well, an, an actor in Kingsman that I think ha- would have an excellent X Men villain role would be Mark Strong. Oh my god, dude! Fucking sinister. Lay it on me, man. Oh yeah. I mean, I I take Mark Strong as anything. Yeah. I thought he was he was awesome as Sinestro. Yeah, you know, Green Lantern movies are hands down the best. He was also in Shazam. That movie, yeah. yeah. I will say this: I trust now that, now that in that movie, man. Now that Marvel has X Men back, and they'll and they'll have good. I they I mean they've done a pretty good job at casting. Yeah. Oh, for sure, I have, for sure. I have faith yeah, in them. Like they're yeah, gonna come I mean, out. With, they're gonna come out with somebody we've never thought of, and it's gonna work. And yeah, we're and gonna knock our socks. Yeah, like well, down the road we'll be going. God, I can't believe we were. Or sock singular. Yeah, it's gonna knock Josh's sock off. Yeah. The rest <laughs> of our collective socks off. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, just this in the MCU. That's that's they're they're gonna have to do something with the X Men to get me back invested the way I was leading mm-hmm. up. To him, you know, were you really invested heavily in in the in the. Uh... And the X Men recently, the most recent X Men, were you really? You oh my in? god, dude! 
Were you a big, huge I, fan of those movies? I mean, Josh hates the, them. No, the movies? I thought, I, thought you, I thought you were talking about the, the most recent comics. The movies, no. I don't know the comics mean. I mean, I'm not the comics Brink, movies. Yeah. Brink mentioned Oscar Isaac. The guy that the Poe Dameron dude. dude I, I, I actually, that's like, not a bad idea. Yeah, that's not bad, man. That's not bad. Nah, that's not too bad because I think I mean you could you can you can do his hair up to make him look like Wolverine and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, a lot of makeup stuff. So. Dude, the fucking like, Mandalorian wouldn't be bad. Pedro Pascal, dude. Fuck yeah. yes, man. Yeah, probably not. He's 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 like I mean, how tall is that dude though? Is he like too tall to play Wolverine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about that guy on the TV show Vikings? I haven't watched it. Is he like blonde headed? Which guy? Which one? The one that played... Uh, let me see if I can find his name. Is he blonde-headed? Then fuck him. No, I'm just playing. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> they made they Paradise. Made, I know, they made Paradise. Dude. They made like, the other one that gets fan cast a lot is Charlie Hunnam, but I don't see it. No, no. 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 Well, I mean, no, I didn't. no. He's too tall. Primal Savage says Jon Snow, but Kit Harrington's already going to be Black Knight. Mm-hmm. His hair's a little too curly. John, well, uh, uh, Charlie Hoonan's what six foot? Yeah, I think so. I think he's that might because that's the same height as Jack or uh, Hugh Jackman. I we think have, that could actually work. We have to, we by the way, we all have to remember that they they do hair and makeup in Hollywood. It's like and they're really good at it. So like, they can probably make anybody look like okay. that motherfucker. <laughs> his name his name is Travis Femel, or I think was, he's about he's six foot. I don't know. I would li- I would like to see him go more unknown route or somebody of a smaller, stocky stature. I can't see, that's, what I, that's what I think they're going to do. I think I think it's going to be somebody that we have, and we're not going to see him coming. That's what I think they're going to do. No, too. because we're looking straight ahead. We'll have to look down, like when. Right. Let me look something. It's Richard Arlington. he's a beast. Yeah, like so he does. I feel like in that in the Hobbit movie they just like did the makeup to make him. Oh, he's six two. Fuck. But like they in the, in those movies they, he was a dwarf, so they made him look short. But he's got the voice, man. Mm-hmm. Shit, this dude's six two. Awesome. This dude's six two, but well, was, well, you know on. they could do camera angles and shit and make someone look well, a little shorter. <laughs> yeah. They can fuck around with that a little bit. They should use that Wallace actor from The Wire. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Forever yeah. to figure out that was fucking uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one I was looking at was from Sons of Anarchy too. He's a little old. He's he's mm-hmm. old, but I was gonna say Kim Coates. Tig. That's the one that played Tig, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but was yeah, that's you, was that's a dude. All is that the dude with the scar? No, I know who you're talking about. The, the uh, scar of dudes like that, that Irish. Yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah, I was thinking the Irish dude. No, Mick, I know Kim Coates. He was also in Hell on Wheels, wasn't he? Yeah, Kim yeah. Coates is cool, man. Yeah, I'd like to see him just again, you know, in the in in something. But yeah, people want Jensen Eccles to do it too. Mm. Interesting. Well. Involved somehow. Well, I could see Padalecki is fucking Cyclops. Yeah, I could see Jensen Eccles is Cyclops too, man. Dude, he can be Cyclops. The other dude can be Gambit. Supernatural fans would love it. 
Or yeah, heat it up, I'm sure. Yeah. What yeah. about that guy uh, who played, um, what's his name, Jay Courtney, I think his name is? Jack Courtney. The dude, the dude yeah. who played Boomerang. That dude's big as shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is kind of a thick dude. Yeah, like, like, you know. <laughs> dude, if, if he didn't play Sabretooth, fucking uh, Leaf Shriver. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, watch a few episodes of fucking Ray Donovan and tell me he couldn't pull off a Wolverine. That's a great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, Lee Schreiber? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he probably could. I mean, yeah, because like I said, already? hair and makeup, dude. He got, the, he got the. Yeah, hair and makeup. And then it's like, dude, you can do all the shit to make people look smaller. But I feel Absolutely. like that needs to be a thing with Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know, man. All right. Uh, here's, here's one. Okay. What about Dominic Cooper? The dude from um preacher is that yeah that that yeah yeah That'd and, and I say that specific. You guys ever watch the Need for Speed movie? No. Nope. Yes, that yes, place. I have. Yes, I have. I have. <laughs> you know, in that limited time, dude. I well, like that movie. Y'all can well, I, you like the movie like I for the same reason I do for the car, dude. The cars. Oh and no, everything. dude. I actually <laughs> like, like the storyline on that shit. You like the storyline? I yes. thought the story was terrible. I didn't like the story. I just liked it for the cars and shit, dude. The, <laughs> and it was. I don't know. The the fucking interaction between the two main characters, the Aaron Paul. They got yeah. and they, that Dino Brewster. Oh my god! It was yeah. I'm going to screenshot this picture real quick just to support right. my Kim Coates fascination. Oh boy! Kim Coates. <laughs> I don't want to see his naked ass. <laughs> it's like just his nice. butt. <laughs> look at that. There's your Wolverine, but I'm he's too old, and they're going to have to go with him on phone. Here we oh. go. Dominic Cooper is only five foot nine. Yeah, he, dude, the I fucking have so many tabs of actors open right now. Yeah. All right. So I think Dominic Cooper's tight, man. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, we've we so we've beaten the casting of the casting of Wolverine. Are y'all's panties about to dry up any over this fantasy casting of Wolverine? I, I, I think I'm okay. I think I'm gonna be wet for a while. I still have a man boner, but we can we can go on. Yeah, it's all good. He said man boner as opposed to like a woman boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, okay. you know, it is twenty nineteen. Dude, it's great. Kim Coates for Wolverine and put him in for Ghost Rider. Mm. Dude, no, that'd be tight. Here's the thing I want Kim Coates to do. Stop dyeing his hair jet black because he's not fooling anybody, dude. <laughs> oh, dude that drives me crazy, man. Damn <laughs> hair dye hater. I know Sam's being so savage, man. <laughs> you got like an old, wrinkly-looking face. It looks crazy when your hair is jet black. <laughs> yeah, so like you're trying to say when you look like, a lot, like when an old person has just nice black hair, they look creepy? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. No, he's just jealous because you. that old person has hair. Yeah, dude. Fucking code. That's awesome, dude. Shit. Oh, I think, I th- I, dude, I think we need to change the title to Tim Coates Man Crush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be next. God, God damn it. We, we all have the strangest boners right now. Dakota used the word moist. I don't, I don't, I don't, no boner here. 
Your leg is always stiff. Yeah. He said, I'm always moist. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Lowry. What, you don't like that word? Lowry? I hate the word moist. Dude. I don't wow. like it. Because it just sounds like it's a, it's a creepy fucking word, man. Why is it Boy. creepy? It's an adjective. I think it's because I, I, think it's because I, I associate it with certain things. Hey, you know, <coughs> next week's Thanksgiving, and I love a good moist turkey. <clears throat> I, like, I like a moist cake. I love my dessert moist. <laughs> You know what? I hate when you fuck anything. Fuck you. Because <laughs> mm. I always get punished for it. <laughs> Just for that, I'm going to whisper that in his ear and see much, next. We have a quota of how much shit we have to talk to you, Russ. I got it. <laughs> if we don't meet hey, the Russ. quota, then, you know, we have to you take just, our punishments. It's a violation of, of the covers of the, of the COPA. <laughs> oh, God. Not at all. I heard that you were a fan of a moist biscuit. Oh, God. <laughs> I like my desserts warm and moist. He likes, he likes it's just moist. a terrible word, dude. He, well, he probably has it as a tramp stamp on his back. <laughs> he likes moist, <laughs> moist, moist oysters. That's what he likes. What's his tramp stamp says moist life. <laughs> oh god. god. Alright guys. Oh, hold on. Episode hold two. On. Oh, what? I'm 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 looking for something to send okay. rest. Oh okay. shit. Well, while I, we're talking. You, well, we can move on. Go ahead. Episode it's two a- of the Mandalorian. Speaking of moist Speaking of moist panties. Speaking of moist. <laughs> Man, so this episode. The first one I thought was really good, but this one just got, got me by the fucking balls, dude. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. yeah. but I watched it. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything. How many people have watched episode three already today? Not me. I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm gonna watch I it yeah. Damn, I'm, I was hey, watching like, it at 5.30 this morning. I watched it three times before my kid went to school. Because you never sleep. good. Yeah, no, you I woke sleep. up early. I went to bed. Okay, Josh, see what you just said. Dude, right? I was having lunch by then. Listen to what you just said. You were able to get up and watch it three times this morning, right? Yeah. But yet, you get pissed at me because I want to talk about something after three fucking days. People have had three days. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to spoil anything. I, knew, I just said I watched it three times. That's all it was. That's all I said. I'm not saying you would spoil anything. I'm just saying no, after three days, I think the spoiler lid can be lifted off. It's okay. Well, Okay, but we're not going to be here Monday, so you know, we're going to talk about it. I'm just making a point. You know, I, I don't you know, know what you point know. you're trying to make you other than know. Jesus Christ. Can I, can I, I'm just trying can to I be talk, serious. Can I talk about it in like, the chats now? Can I, after no, three no, days? I'll do it in a chat because <laughs> he's not watching. He's waiting until it's all done. So be respectful for us. Yeah, we can start a Mandalorian chat and talk about it all day long. Okay, that, that's a good yeah, idea. That's what I mean. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, episode two. Episode two. Yeah. So, did you get moist know. over it, Sam? You fucking <laughs> all of us. <laughs> so I um, there was something about it that appealed to me, and I was trying to put put my finger on it, you know. And then one of the comments somebody made, it was in a post, and then Matt Hurd said, 
I get a lone wolf and cub vibe from it. Which yeah. I was like, that's it. Not to yeah. say that they're like copying that or anything, but it's just it's just like such a cool dynamic between like this fucking old badass with this like innocent baby or this yeah. innocent child or whatever. And I think it's just like a, a super interesting like juxtaposition that goes on. In Lone it's Wolf, like BJ and the Bear. Read that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, but but that that really just appeals to me. And I think it's maybe it's being a dad, you know, or it's yeah. like you have your like, which as a grown man, what you want to do versus like your responsibilities of like raising a kid or whatever. So like that that like always um is appeals to me. And I think the Jawas, fucking awesome. Dude, like they're I love me some shit talking Jawas. Dude, I love just, it, man. Just real quick, I just want to go back to the lone wolf and cub thing. Yeah. Um, what it reminds me of more than that is the professional. Mm. Yeah. 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 Hey, same vibes, man. Yeah, same that vibe. kind of vibe to me. I understand people saying lone wolf and cub because that's gonna be like you know the most geek entry thing you can think yeah, of, but yeah. right. More than that, you know. It's, Lone Wolf and Cub, like he had a responsibility. He was, it was his son. It was his son. It was his like son. Was a little yeah, yeah. You know, it, with the professional, like he was reluctant. You know, just like yeah, the Mandalorian. Yeah. And Nick, Nick, that's that's a big part of that, which I do also dig. Is that that reluctance? You know, yeah. Like, Fuck. Okay, I'll do this. And like that, that is like one of my favorite archetypes, just in general. Is like the reluctant hero. Yeah. You know? Like that's something. I mean, it's it's Han Solo, you know. It's um, yeah, Tony Stark at moments. Yeah, you know, like that. That's something that definitely always appeals to me. But yeah, I gotta say, like the Jawas are awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> and I love it. Hey, how love he said he doesn't make a rock and mocking away speak. Yeah, he's like, I'm a Wookiee. That's so funny, dude. God damn. Yeah, like, and, and oh. like that one I turned on for the kids. And I didn't turn on episode one. Not that I'm like, oh, I don't want them to watch this. I don't care. But, like, I thought, like, episode two, they would dig because of those things. And they, and they were, man. Like, they, they thought the Jawas were funny. They liked the baby Yoda. Yeah. And now every time my baby son, he sees a, uh, or anytime he sees Yoda, like, we watch the Empire, he's like, it's a baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Like you know, they got I mean, Disney has got to have plans to pump the shit out of that uh, fucking little little figure. Of yeah, they, they put out an article. Look out this weekend, man. Yeah, they put out an article that said uh, Baby Yoda merch will start showing up as of today in places. So I figured, okay, had to be coming out. Right. I can't wait. I need a life size Baby Yoda. Unreal, <laughs> dude. I would. I want a real one. Where can I get one of those? Yeah, <clears throat> I thought they did another another great job there with 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 their, just this whole cinematography when he when he's chasing after the Jawas. You yeah. know, they stripped this shit. Oh, this, yeah, I was gonna say this episode. Um, shit, I forgot who directed this one. I know I like put it in one of our well, chats. Both but of them, both of the first two, I think, were directed by Dave Filoni, weren't they? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, and I'm wrong. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. I know that this one, this one felt stronger to me. This one felt a little bit tighter. Even like the CGI, I felt like on episode two was a little bit tighter than episode one. I mean, you know, I'm keeping in mind that that it's not a movie. 
So I'm not looking at it with that same eye. But there were a couple things in episode one that I was like, uh, I don't know. Like I'm starting to like I saw the the cracks, so to speak. But in episode two, everything looked really tight to me. Yeah. No, this one was directed by Rick Famuyiya. <laughs> okay. My bad. I know the third well, episode is directed by Deborah Chow. So <laughs> yeah, and we we mentioned that. I know we talked about that on the show. Um, so what about the um? What about the what about the big hairy rhino? <laughs> thing? It's I mean, Ethereum, dude. That's a that's a ancient megafauna. Google it. Oh my god! Do you know who directs episode four? Who? Bryce Dallas Bryce Howard. Howard. Yeah. yeah. What? Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. And the dude. I know, I mean, um, oh no Tahiti shit! Or whatever his name is. Huh? Yeah, uh, from Thor. From Thor, he's Ragnarok. directing an episode. Well, they've Dave, Dave, a lot of people. Dave Filoni is back for five. Okay. <clears throat> oh, nice. Rick Femi, you uh, I I can't pronounce this. I'm sorry. I'm butchering the guy's name. He's back for six. Okay, so I feel like episode six will be really strong. And it's like I I don't know. I I, don't, I feel like just the two that I have. Episode seven, Deborah Chow's back. Cool. Eight is the one that Taka Watiti is doing. Watiti, okay. And ooh, I thought it was only eight episodes, didn't it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, man. So it's like ideally, my and like in my perfect world, every series would have one director. But I feel like it's just such a time commitment. But that's I, part of it. I think so far, I feel like if it's Dave Filoni, we're in good hands. This dude who directed episode two. Fantastic. We're in good hands. Bryce Dallas Howard, I think we're in good hands. I mean, well, she's Ron Howard's daughter. Another thing, too, each director's going to bring their own feel and flair. And the yeah. first one felt very Sergio Leone Spaghetti Western. And the second mm-hmm. one fe- felt very Lone Wolf and Cub. I want each episode to feel completely different from the previous, yet still be part of the ongoing story. And I'm going to tell you, this one doesn't feel like either of the first two. And that's all I'll say about that. Well, that's that's. I understand what you're saying, but that's yeah. You, it's weird because that's that's tough to do sometimes, and that's it's really, tough it, to do. Can't. But I've got confidence it's, that they'll be able to pull that off. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, the first two, they've done all right with it. You know, it's pretty cool. They flow. It flows well. You know, there's no. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Uh, that's a. <laughs> I can't wait to see episode three because y'all, y'all for real need to watch it tonight as soon as we end the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gord hit me up about it today. He's like, dude, you got to see it. Yeah, I, I, I've been avoiding I mean, all the-, the. The first thing I said, I I, I went into the, uh, the One Rock chat that we have, and I just said, holy fucking balls. And Chuck's like, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. He was like, no spoilers. I was like, I'm not going to be that guy. Come on now. Yeah, what did he say? He's like, what am I, Russ? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm not sure you did. <laughs> nice. No, Lord. No, that, um, that episode um, was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. It just, I, uh, I don't. It's weird to me, man, because like uh, the way the way it ended, you know. I mean, I'm kind of like now I, it makes me go, oh, shit. 
what's going to happen. Yeah, I love the way they're doing it. It's you, you, you're almost like, not a cliffhanger, but you're you're excited to see where the yeah, that, goes, that, you know? I feel like cliffhangers, yeah. like, in a way, they're kind of cheap. Yeah, they are. It's an easy way to get people to um to tune like this, in next week, but like this yeah. is just, because I mean you're all, it's just you're already so invested in, yeah. in the Mandalorian. I want to know what that Ugnaughts dude's doing. I want to know. <laughs> He's living in his valley in peace, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. To the I want to know what's happening to the baby Yoda. You know, so it's like you're just so quickly invested in these characters. I think like this episode did a good job. Like I love. Movies, TV shows, where they use minimal dialogue. Yeah, because I think in movies and TV, like you can do so much with the visuals, where you don't have to, you don't have to have the characters explain everything. You know, and I think it's a testament to like you have this masked character as the lead, but you can still somehow know what he's thinking and feeling without having to rely on facial expressions. You know, right? I, I think I think it's just strong storytelling. On the writers and directors, he has spoken. Yeah, yeah. I, mm. I, I, I love that shit. <laughs> yeah, he's a great just, character. Just wait, he's yeah. great, dude. <laughs> I, it's it's fun, I, man. I, I, there, there's so much I want to say about today's episode, but no, I, man, no, 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 we will, no, 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 we, we will, we'll, we'll, we'll all watch it. We'll be, I will talk about it next time. I already said what I was gonna say. Hey, Russ there's would. so much that I want to say. <laughs> he would. Seems <clears throat> like Russ would. <laughs> That's not true. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to behave myself. God. I hope so, man. I'm going to do my best. I told you. I'm gonna... right, we're, I told you. <laughs> we're coming up on 11 o'clock. Does anybody have anything else they want to say about The Mandalorian? No. Just, uh, just watch everyone. that shit. Yeah, just everyone yeah, keep watch watching, it. dude. Watching, Jawas, I mean, Jawas are filthy, disgusting creatures, just like Theo <laughs> said in A New Hope. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> they are, they are because they like to eat gross things, dude. Just rubbing and smearing that raw egg yolk right all over their little fucking filthy world. <laughs> right. Just <laughs> 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 like little so, shit. Like they're in the sand crawling, they hit the bump. And like the the dude hits his head, and they're all like, yeah, <laughs> like a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the little punk ass <laughs> motherfuckers, man. They, they are so awesome. Fucking they are good, good. Oh, dude. dude they it are. makes, it makes me want to see like an anthology series of just punk ass Jawas. Well, dude, see that's the thing. Because I mentioned this last week, <laughs> I do want to bring it up again because it's like I I, I worry that they were going to rely on all this like already established lore, but like I don't I don't get. I don't get that vibe from it that they're like relying on it. I feel like they, they brought mm. these Jawas in, they made them fun, interesting, entertaining. They fit with the story, yeah. you know. And it, it didn't feel like they're they're shoehorning these things and just to like remind us, like, hey, they, don't forget this is Star Wars. You know, don't forget. Yeah, I, I don't get that at all. I think they're, like, they're working into the story. They're being respectful of them. Just uh, they were being little assholes at times, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but dude, they remind me of my my baby son, man. That's that's why I was like, so funny. It's like I love like, it he's just a little shit, you know. And like, yeah, that's, that's, what, they, that's what they were. When a when a character reminds you of somebody you know, you're like, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. All right, um, 
All right. I'm going to put in the chat so Dakota can come back in. Yeah. We're done talking. <laughs> Mandalorian. Yeah. All right. Time to get on to our last topic for the evening. The um, Copacabana. Yeah. The Copacabana videos. <laughs> right. There's a Gosh, lot. Damn. A lot of paranoia going but around. Real quick, I just want to say, Sam, you've been on fucking fire tonight. Just got to let you know. <laughs> oh, I got, I got a script right that. here. Jokes that yeah. I brought up in the last week. So. Good job, good job. Okay. Uh, awesome. I've been hit. I've been hitting that captain straight to the head, so I don't have any funny <laughs> scenes this week. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is all serious. He's like, Ugh. <laughs> all right. So, um, let's go ahead and talk about Copa. Yeah, um, there's been a there's been a lot of there's been a lot of paranoia. Um, there's a lot of things people have said. Uh, Bobby did a wonderful live stream last night. Um, yes, he did. Yeah. You know, we've had people like Optobotomus, Go, and even Pixel Dan. Uh, What's that? Chardimus. Huh? I think it's Chardimus. Yeah, Chardimus. Chardimus. Anybody that has a toy, toy channel, yeah. you know, has, mm-hmm. has done their little. I don't know if I'm going to be able to continue on YouTube. Yeah, you're going to have to send all your money to Patreon for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's just let's just get some baseline things out of the way. Um. What Copa is is a law to protect 13 and under children from having their information. Uh, basically disseminated by YouTube or any other entity. Um, that's what it's about. It's not about the content of your channel. It is about the information gathering methods of YouTube. Um, like I said, Bobby did a wonderful live stream uh, last night. Um, he did an update of a post today of some of the things that the FTC has already tried to clarify. Um, I, w- I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to Rob and Josh for this, but I just I just want to say that this does look a lot like Chicken Little, The Sky is Falling. Um, um, yeah, what, 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 we're, what we're seeing today, what we're seeing today is a lot more positive, and people have really... I don't know if people have they overreacted. (laughs) Well, I see. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if they've maliciously overreacted. No, I think there was legitimate fear. Legitimate fear, but it was as Rob has said, saber rattling, uh, and people are scared because they've not been clear with what they're doing and a problem with that is because you know it's it's outdated uh it's it's an ancient law i mean yeah uh, and it it was written in 1998 updated last in 2013 right and And it's there was a lot of vague very uh, obtuse they, language, very, yeah. very broad terminology of what yeah. falls under. And YouTube has not done anything to help the situation. They've exacerbated it. Oh, of course yeah. they have. But basically, yeah. you know, YouTube and Google were collecting data illegally by selling the web cookie information to advertisers. That and you know cookies we all use them, 
because they make our lives easier. And Ships in 2013, uh, yeah, not that kind of cookies, man. Oh, uh, sorry. Per, uh, okay. Yeah, these these are what they refer to as persistent identifiers uh, in the technical technical term. Um, but in 2013, when they made amendments to the original COMPA ruling, they included cookies in these these persistent identifiers. YouTube and Google never made it so it was not collecting the web cookies because it's not people that are logged in that it's collecting data from. It's people that are watching that do not have accounts that are not logged in that they're collecting the data from. Right. Um, now, a lot of people, like Nick said, all up in arms. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm, this is my last video. Uh, January 1st, <clears throat> fucking done. No, it's not that way, and it doesn't have to be the case because the FTC is taking comments from the public. They want to know what they can do to make this better for YouTube creators because they didn't realize due to YouTube's basically inaction and stripping away all of the features of a channel if they market as for kids that it was going to have such a negative potentially negative impact so they're taking comments from the public in the video description there is a link to the form you can fill out just put in your comments and this affects viewers and channel operators a lot they're taking these comments until the 9th of december and already today they started posting on their website things to help clarify what they view as videos that are made that are targeting kids right. and it's if you look at it it's very very vague now. But well, the one thing they did say in the clarification today is we are we are not shooting straight for all you creators. No. In real in in realistic, it's it's very very few of the creators on YouTube that are in intentional violations of this, and those are the ones that may be under some danger. And that mm -hmm. all of you guys doing, and they even laid out a lot of examples in there about what could be considered child directed and what and, and the fact that they're looking at context they are very very specifically mm -hmm. looking at context yes. so like the bright flashy colors and all that doesn't necessarily tell them kid directed it, it they are are very much looking at the entire intention of the video and they even said you know in, in cases where you have games that may be considered something a child would enjoy but the video itself is not directed towards children specifically if the context is there you're fine yeah hmm. yeah and the also the $42,530 fine which is the maximum fine that they would levy against someone in violation it's based on channel income so, right. yeah, the minimum is a $500 fine. So if like a channel that earns hardly nothing did get hit, it'd be a $500 fine for them. But for most instances, most people are going to be okay. But they do need input uh, so they can help just make it better, make it uh, make a better system to implement. And YouTube needs to do their part, too. Uh, right, which because, they won't. 
They probably <laughs> won't, and they could easily do so, but because of YouTube's inaction, it's put the liability on us. So well, it's not best... only that. YouTube's lawyers yeah. threw the content creators under the bus. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, well, the the original phrasing of the terminology, uh, the text of the COPPA amendment in 2013, said that channel owners are essentially, uh, you know, if you're a content creator and a channel owner, you're, by allowing YouTube to collect the data, you're complicit because YouTube gave you the option to turn off behavior-based ads. Right. Hey, I got to address something Brink asked in the chat. What does it make if the kids get targeted ads? It's not that the kids are getting targeted ads. The way COPA law works is it's the collection of a of the data of a child under 13 and the fact that in order for them to comply with COPA, they would have to have parental consent to collect the data to begin with. Yes. And then there's also got to be recourse for the parent to see and obtain what data was collected and all of that per their request. And mm -hmm. it's all not the target ad specifically. No, not at all. It's been, there's been a lot of misinformation about this spread like wildfire in the past right. week. Um, uh, also, Russ Oreos suck. Fuck you. Um, but <laughs> the uh, <laughs> I saw your comment in the chat. The, the all YouTube would have to do is put an age gate. You know, make it so when a channel is deemed <clears throat> not for kids or for kids, whatever it is, that if a kid went to it, they would have. You must be thirteen years old or older to view this channel. And it, what they could do is put a link, enter your email address, so your parent can provide consent. Right. That would solve everything. That would solve yeah. everything. That's all YouTube would have to do. This wouldn't be an issue. But Brink, it's. I got to address something else he put. Uh, Brink asked in there. He asked, "What difference does it collect?" It's not that they're collecting generic data on kids. I don't think people realize the extent of the amount of data, personalized data, that Google obtains on everybody through all of their their device usage, and it's a lot of very specific, very personal data to the child, which it gets. That's and the FTC. The FTC has a big hard on for Google specifically right now over that data collection in general and everybody because they know more about us than we know about ourselves it's uh yeah it, google, it, this is the only thing they've been able to make stick google makes facebook look like amateurs when it comes to collecting data well and the thing with facebook is we volunteer the data to facebook google collects it it because it, it, the reason the way why their algorithm, data, yeah, go ahead. The way their algorithm obtains data, they are able to see. Let's say my kid is looking through shit on my YouTube app on my phone. The way their algorithm runs, it is sophisticated enough that it can tell the difference between my kid and me at any specific time, even though they're logged on my phone on my account. 
it's it's and, not as anonymous as you think, Frank. And right, it's right. not just the things that they're watching on YouTube. It's all of the cookies that are in the browser at the time that have been right. collected on that specific uh, child. It, they can they can disseminate whether it's a child or an adult watching because of their algorithms. Yeah. They may not know your kid's name, Brink, but they know the geolocation of your kid. They know your the child watching. They know your child's watching habits. So yeah, they're collecting information on your kid, and they know they're doing it, which is a violation of law. Well, here's the thing: so it's the geolocation data, it's the browsing data, it's the fact that they can narrow down that kid's age within a one to two year gap with these algorithms, and they, so now they have what age this kid is where they're at specifically within a five mm -hmm. meter range and it's and it may not sound like a big deal but to copa law it is and the copa law has been around for a long time it yeah, was around 90, prior oh, yeah. to 90, yeah uh it went into effect in 2000 and it was originally designed to protect kids from online predators um right yeah i mean we understand that it makes the kids' internet experience better. We know how that all works, but regardless, the FTC, you know, it is their job to protect com consumers from fraud by YouTube not complying with the COPPA ruling. They're, they're basically deceiving consumers. By doing so, and that's why it's an FTC issue at this point. And Brink, to answer your question on the how are they supposed to context-based ads, because they can tell, they can take a context-based ad without all that other personal identifying information and say, okay, at this point in time, we're watching this video, so let's suggest this video next. That's why Twitch and Mixer and all that aren't wrapped up in this. When they do their advertising or they do their video suggestions, it's all based on the content being watched on the video. So they're gathering the content on the video itself that's being watched, not on the personal user's data. That's the difference. Hmm. But it's a, it's a crazy situation, and the classifications is where, you know, there's been a lot of gray area. Um, right. Because if you look at the terms that the FTC published today, and this has already been in other sources, it's just that the FTC actually published it today. Um, right here. And I, oh, I shared I shared Bobby Skullface's post to our Masterpiece Shippies yeah. face, Facebook group, so you can see like what the FTC has said today about this, and it's yeah. a positive change. Yeah, and th this this has been this has been floating around for a few days now, but it's just today that they posted it. But people have been asking, what? How do we determine? And these are the guidelines. Subject matter, visual content, use of animated characters or child-oriented activities and incentives, the kind of music or other audio content, age of the models, meaning are there children in the video, presence so of child true. celebrities or celebrities who appeal to children. Do what? I'll say when they say models, they're saying like who's like presenting the content, basically. Yeah, if your if your video features kids under the age of thirteen in any format. Okay. Uh, okay. language or other characteristics of the site, 
Uh, weather advertising that promotes or appears on the site is directed to children specifically and competent and reliable empirical evidence about the age of the audience. I'm, These I, are hold, factors. Hold on one second. I just want to reply to Brink. He says it makes no difference if they are doing this to kids or adults. Kids cannot enter into a legal contract, which is what they would need to do in order to consent to giving their information up. Right. Which is why it defaults to parental consent. And the parents haven't been consenting, which is why there is the violation for YouTube. Exactly. It's just... Interesting. The the classification is very vague, so we need classification. We need better classification. Uh, this is the site where you can go. <coughs> uh, the link's below. Uh, and this is all you put in. You put in your comments here, your first and last name, and you can choose if you want to provide contact information or if you're submitting on behalf of a third party. That's all you got to do. It's very simple because it's going to affect us all, and we can affect positive change before this goes into effect, get better classification, get better terms. This is the petition that there are also. Government petitions are a thing. There are, in just a couple of days... Over 610,000 supporters on this. Yeah, 610,125 signatures. So the FTC is quite a bit more than the last. (laughs) Yeah, the last uh, ruling, the last ruling where they were taking public comments, they got 99 comments globally. So. Your buddy, your buddy Sam asks a good question. He says, "What's more vague, this or YouTube's terms of service?" Both. <laughs> Both because here's the thing: my wife does this as part my of wife. her job. She does. She does this as part of her job. She does not work for the government. She does not work for the FTC. But part of her job classification is classifying content, and she has stringent guidelines if she sees. She knows the difference between high-end collectibles. She knows the difference between kids' toys. But there is no line right now. They see a toy, it's got to be marked as a toy. So they need more definitive classification to help assist them to get this right. Make that one of your talking points in your comments. But it's the, the liability, unfortunately, legally, they are trying to place the liability on content creators there doesn't seem to be a great case for it, but to cover yourself in the meantime, until this is all straightened out, it's recommended. This is not legal advice, by the way, but it's recommended to turn off your behavioral ad targeting uh, in your settings. Hmm. But there is hope. It's not doom and gloom. And, you know, people just need to be, they need to stop spreading the, oh, this is the end because it's not change. Yeah. But hopefully they get all this resolved and changed and lined out for the better and we'll be okay in six weeks' time. The way YouTube has framed this is it's a great way for them to cut down the revenue of creators and put that money back in their pockets. That's exactly what they'll do. Because, they'll yep. take advantage for that reason. Because, because if you classify your channel and videos as for children, they're no longer searchable. There's no there is no community tab. You cannot comment on the video. Right. And then if you mark it for uh, as not for children, your revenue is cut down still. 
Well, Damn. your your revenue will be cut down almost to nothing if you market as four kids. But if you, yep. oh, are you saying with the the behavioral based ads turned off, you're still going to lose revenue? Right. Is that what? You're, okay, yes. yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah, you have still... to, you have you have to protect yourself. You have to turn off the behavioral based ads, and mm-hmm. also it, for certain channels, you need to mark your content as not for children on the channel and also each individual video that you are updating well if you do it if you do it channel wide it does it for every video well that's that's not true because youtube's algorithm is going to come in and look at what the content is and it's going to classify it itself so you need to classify each video specifically even after you mark your channel as not for children. You have to mark every video that you upload as not for children also. And if YouTube changes that on you, then that's on YouTube. Yeah, but it's basically, it's a, it's a big mess. And it doesn't have to be. And we can take steps to help make it better. Well, that's what I was about to say. It sounds like it's making a difference. Yeah, there, yeah. I, I, I was wrong. I, I remember I was really skeptical of <clears throat> whether or not contacting the FTC would make a difference, but it sounds like it is. So they're absolutely proving that they're listening. Yeah, and that's cool. That's right. really cool that they are. You know. So, like Josh and Rob, like no one, like you guys, are, seem to know more than the rest of us. Is at least me in in regards to all this. Like, it would what would your advice be to um someone who does have like a successful or just like a busy youtube channel relax yeah it's yeah. not gonna be a sky is falling or probably but fine you you're gonna lose <laughs> no matter what happens each classification you're going to lose revenue yeah so that, that, being that's, that's how that's how it's affecting creators is that it's going you're going to lose revenue with either classification so it's Continuing what you YouTube has done with the adpocalypse that everybody was bitching about. Yeah. Sure. So everybody hinged on that forty two thousand dollar per offense fine. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, we're gonna get fined out into oblivion and and you know, and I admit I'm guilty of freaking out about that. I am too. That's but why I, I, we deep dove it and it's gonna be fine. They uh you know, it's going to be that fine will be based, as we said, on the channel's actual revenue and yeah. egregiousness of offense. Right. So, and it would have to be getting to court anyway. Now, um, I had something I was going to say and I fucking totally lost it. Sorry. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's not the end of anything. There'll be changes. <clears throat> our advice and this is not legal advice just turn off your behavioral targeting uh your behavioral generation generated ads in your settings uh market as not for kids you should be totally fine in that regard uh don't panic <laughs> spread awareness that say hey the ftc is listening send your comments here sign the petition and then just sit out and wait and carry on as business as usual instead of creating panic. That's all you need to do, everybody. Yeah. And it'll be fine. It's like, 
you know, I think it'll. I think in the end it will be fine ultimately. I really do, and I'm more positive about that after yesterday and today, uh, reading and seeing the things that I have seen, and talking to a few people, and I know Rob's talked to a few people and gotten a little more insight that this seems to be going the way it needs to go. That there yeah. will be a revisions taking place. And I'm glad that they made that extension because they didn't get enough comments on by October 23rd because YouTube didn't make these announcements until last week. So they said, okay, we're going to give the public until December 9th. So, you know, I personally don't like the thought of, okay, something would happen Worst case scenario, we would lose the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. Oh, my God, that would be horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I mean, we're established. We know how to stay in contact with everybody, but we want the community to grow. If a YouTube channel doesn't have their community tab, if they don't have their comments, if they don't have their videos to be searchable, how do they grow their communities? It's almost impossible. They're invisible. I, for one, I mean, the community has made such a huge impact on my life. I'd be devastated if that went away. So I believe in, you know, taking these steps to help ensure that it's not so much for us to protect us as it is to preserve the potential of that possibility of others out there finding a great place for them to fit in. No. Mm -hmm. Right. Well said. SLP fan Peter welcome ghost lord peter holy shit what's up man welcome he's a <laughs> he's a big fan of the stasis lock fellows over on wednesday night big shout out oh, to yeah, dude. oh cool man yeah oh yeah. wow you like that show that's cool <laughs> <laughs> i watch stasis lock every i, I, I hey dude that I watch, is i'm just set these last few weeks man yeah that, uh, that's like my favorite yeah like, Dakota I, I, I try to get i, I always i always watch this <laughs> But I can never get into the live chats except for like five minutes because just the day it hits on for me is rough. But yeah, I love yeah. this vlog. But yeah, yeah. that's the show to clown in the chat. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely that's where it's our chat. Show. All right. If we think we've covered Copa, or is there yeah. more? Yeah, I, I mean, there's. Good, man. Yeah, know. I think I think with what Bobby said yesterday, and you know. The info that we've put out, I think people just need to relax. You know, express your concerns. Please make your voices heard because it affects both creators and viewers alike. Most of the creators mm-hmm. are just worried about their money. I'm That's exactly about the money. Right. I'm not worried yeah. about the money. I'm worried about no, the no. potential loss of communities that can be built but, through the But most of the creators yeah. that are big dogs on YouTube, like, their concern is their pockets. Yeah. That's. That's what they're concerned. Well, most of us, we do this because we love doing it. We Just like doing because it because we love doing this. We love presenting this yeah. to you guys. Yeah. And after reading things, I'm not worried about us at all. You know, yeah. after reading yeah, things, right. <clears throat> but right. you can't take the first thing you see as gospel. You got to keep looking, keep looking. Mm-hmm. Right. But I do, the the one thing the one thing I want to say is I do think that people that are looking to YouTube to be a full-time job. The revenue is going to continue, is going to continuously go down. I think that day yes. is done, man. 
get ready. Mm. Get, you better get ready to go back to getting a nine-to-five job. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, I, would, might... I wouldn't be like that. I w- my suggestion to people who are, like, really looking at it to try to make a career out of it, diversify your visibility. Where people can find you, where people can watch you, where people can support you. Mm-hmm. Don't depend on one platform because that is the death knell. Um, well, yeah. what Brink says, my worry is not being able to find reviews to help me transform third-party toys. Of course, he's joking, but like the thing, the thing is, is as long as you classify the channel in the video as for adults, it'll still be searchable. Yeah, huh. and now yeah, they I was are curious with the about comments, that. With the comments, they are actively looking at trying to define the difference between a collector grade figure and a four kids figure. And mm-hmm. I mean, because let's be honest, ain't nobody looking up a video on how to transform a damn cyberverse toy. You can do that with your eyes closed and a single hand hiding behind your back. Hey, Rob, those are hard. <laughs> Stop judging me. <laughs> All right. But you're I would not to judge you, Russ. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Russ, those uh, things are damn hard. Russ still uh, struggles with that old red and blue shape sorter thing where you put the little yellow shapes in through the holes into the ball from the seventies. <laughs> that was an incredibly hard toy. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, but after how many <laughs> after how many fifths of fucking Jack Dakota? <laughs> yeah. oh, God, yeah. Russ is still trying to figure out how to transform the old jump starters. <laughs> I know, right? Who'd have thought? Just pull them back. He keeps pushing them. (laughs) (laughs) I keep pushing them. I won't lie to you guys, though. Anna Anna has Uh, that little little cinder sore figure. And I swear to God, dude, I forgot to transform the damn thing. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? And it's so simple, but I was like, what the hell? So she transforms it, and she goes, what are you, dumb here? I'm like, oh, wow. Hey, the the Patreon interface does suck for watching videos. And, you know, I got to tell you, I don't think that... Putting your content behind a paywall on Patreon is the issue. I don't think you should. I don't think anyone should be abandoning the platform. Just diversify your locations. Right, and, you know, maybe try to branch out more on sponsored deals. If you really want to make a living out of it, you're not going to make a living on AdSense anymore unless you're one of the big, like PewDiePie's of the world. Yeah. What you need to do is be able to diversify your your sponsored content and yeah. you know maybe combine right. that with a Patreon. But let's be honest. I mean, think of how many channels you guys are subscribed to right now. That'd be a thousand dollars a month in Patreon. <laughs> yeah, and, and that ain't happening. People yeah. would be picking and choosing, and you know, this uh, uh, a vast majority of this falls onto YouTube. They just need to do a couple of things, and this would all go away. Yep, yep. But as is normal with Google, they're going to put everything back on to anybody but themselves. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Because yep. that fine they got hit with, that $173 million fine on the settlement, that was 14 hours of revenue for them. Yeah. yeah. Not just revenue, profit. Yeah, profit. 14 hours of profit, not revenue. It's insane. It is. Yeah. It is. But yeah, guys, <laughs> uh, don't freak out. Speak up and yeah. make your voices heard. The sky's not falling. Heard. The sky's not falling. Not yet. And then back to business as usual. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, worry about. <laughs> we I, will be here. Be, be, I understand the, the, the cause for concern, but 
after really researching and looking into all of this, there's no need to be that worried. Yeah. If I if I if I need to, we'll do this show on Pornhub. I don't give a fuck. Hell yeah, yeah dude. right, dude. That'd be awesome. I'll, I'll dude, wear my there's, there's from from will, they, will they, will they let you low upload it upload a show on Pornhub? Yes, Pornhub. Yeah. dude. Pornhub and flat yeah, out come dude. out and said, "We'll welcome you over. Come on." Are you serious? <laughs> yes. yes. Pornhub, like, yo, come on in. That's there's crazy. already there's already shows that are not porn related on Pornhub. Oh, I have yeah. no idea. No shit. Well, All because right. you're always looking at porn numbnuts. No, I well. I don't use Pornhub. I use other sites, not Pornhub. Oh, okay. Pornhub's, <laughs> Pornhub's not a bad like the, I didn't know, software is not bad. It, it's actually I just a thought, pretty solid site. Well, I just thought they had like a, you know, I thought they had standards, dude. Yeah, you want to to be collect information for you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, worst worst case scenario if something happened and we did have to leave the YouTube platform, there's Twitch, there's Mixer, there's Facebook. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah, there's always another way. Have the sh- there's yeah. always another way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, I mean, we've already we've already bo- just out of this group dabbled with Mixer and Twitch already. And the realm uh, just simulcast on Facebook Live, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so you're right. It's, there's, other, there's other there's other places to go. Yeah, yeah. Sam uh, says there's already a Sonic Let's Play on Pornhub. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, and and Lord Peter said you can find full regular movies on Pornhub. I mean, really? You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you don't have to be, sure. be doing naked sexy time on there. Yeah, so I, you can watch I, I, thought had, <laughs> I thought they had standards. Well, just think, were, if you're watching a Sonic Let's Play, just imagine what the recommended video will be after that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. I, mean, I don't know if I really want to go on Pornhub now. I'm kind of disappointed. Russ, yeah. Russ will be like, oh, I can beat that time. I can't check Pornhub. <laughs> I mean, hey, Russ, what? the first time you go to uh, Pornhub, type in moist. Yeah. Come on, Jason, <laughs> stop saying, dude. God damn. Hey, Russ, stop open. using the fucking think, word. It's gross, dude. I think my first. Look at the I family my, chat. I don't, I don't want to the think, chat. I, I don't think that my favorite search term on Pornhub is redheaded stepsister, but whatever. <laughs> oh god, I can't only imagine what comes out of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mine, mine's a, mine's oh, Diva. Yeah. Oh, that's my good place to Oh, uh, you like those um, Diva Cup yeah. videos? No, you dipshit oh, oh. Overwatch. Oh Jesus Christ. Okay. Oof. Oh that's boy. So you oh, type in fuck. Diva and you see uh Russ pop up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, man, I thought that cosplay was a little odd. I didn't think Diva had a dick. <laughs> In full, I mean, in full Karen. Dude. Oh, God damn. Where <laughs> right. is your oh, next God. scheduled cosplay as Karen? <laughs> uh, I, I actually was going to do that. I was supposed to do it this year at uh, TFCon, but I didn't have <laughs> time to get out and get my wig. Um, so I had to. I, I'm still gonna, early. Plus, you didn't want to shave. I'm going to. Yeah, it's another thing. I didn't feel like shaving. It's true. Because it's too itchy. It is. It's a I think that's a good enough place for us to go ahead and end yeah. here. It's a right. dirty. Let's do it. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you all for sticking with us throughout the show. I really appreciate it as usual. Yeah, man. The chat was popping tonight, by the way. Yeah, the chat was popping. I like the new blood in there. Hope you guys with us for next Mm -hmm. week. Yeah, Yeah, welcome aboard, man. Please come back. And as I say every week, peace, love, and hair grease. We're out. Adios, guys. Later, everybody.
Later. Later.